What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. That's you. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. I got money. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Crimson Capsules, the longest-running episodic program here on YouTube. And that's you. And let me tell you something, man. Boy, oh boy. All right, man. I barely got back into the seat. I had to take the morning off. I had to tie up some loose ends back in Southern California. And uh, apparently the West Coast, right? Clearly the West Coast is going to run out of water. No surprise. You built all these civilizations up on the desert. All right. So anyway, great civilizations here. So I know people are saying the battle's running out of water. California's running out of water too. You know, actually they're not running out of water. You know what? They're, they have the great grandfather clause in of people who have 100% access to water. Um, I will, I don't have the statistics here, the statistics on this one, but I would be venturing to say there are probably 70% of the water is used by a small group of people who have grandfathered in grandfathered rights into use the water. California steals water from Nevada and this from Colorado and Nevada and Arizona's going to be a shot of luck. And so will Californians, the average everyday California, actually you're on a water quota. All right, that's how bad it is in California. Um, I've been through several droughts in California. So uh, the whole West Coast, <laughs> uh, the whole West Coast has water, but we can't get to that. Uh, we have a whole Pacific Ocean, can't use any of that. We'll steal water from Colorado and whatnot. Anyway, anyway, somebody said somebody did a show on this yesterday. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, a, it's uh, we're, we're not going to get into it. Listen, listen, we're going to stay on topic today. <laughs> We're going to stay on topic today. Today, we're talking about marriage to high-value targets, how how women ultimately get a great transfer of wealth scheme. It is that marriage is. Uh, we're staying on the topic that we tell you here, the three tenets, tenets of the three agent, free agent lifestyle. Uh, I'm the author of the free agent lifestyle as well, uh, which is no marriage, no, no cohabitation, no cohabitation either, and no relationships, especially when you're building yourself. And if you understand the free agent lifestyle is not a, it's not a segregation philosophy from women. Uh, that's monk mode. That's what you call monk mode. You basically go to a period of yourself. But free agent lifestyle does open up opportunities for you to interact, but you just can't cohabitate. You just can't long-term relationship. You just can't marriage while you're trying to build yourself because what we teach you is leverage and options, also authority and um, having authority and, um, and value as well. It's what's going to get you to the next level when you use your big head, unfortunately, these goofballs that we're going to talk about today, well, I won't call them goofballs. These men that we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about a billion, two billionaires, two billionaires who married women on a whim, all right, very quickly, very swiftly on a whim. And uh, all of a sudden, these men are going to part ways with one hundreds. I'm talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. And the women that married these guys, let me tell you, the men were already billionaires. The men were already billionaires. And so um, one of the questions I have for rich men, <laughs> one of the problems I have for rich men is why would you marry? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. All right. Why in the world are you guys getting married? Okay, you guys can have whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want it. How do you want it? How does it feel? <laughs> uh, anyway, Rodrigo De Silva, I'll get to the PayPal link in a second. All right, you're going to get blocked for doing these uh, 
doing these uh, all caps. How do you want it? You can have it delivered how you want it. How do you want it? I mean, for 300 bucks, these girls will flip themselves inside out and you're a billionaire. And I know you're going to say, well, sometimes, you know, these guys want their souls. I mean, we're going to look at these two people's marriages. There's no souls to be had. These guys are having, I don't know if we're talking about the Jezebel spirit or what. I don't even know if these dudes even fornicated with these women more than a hundred times. I mean, based on the length of these marriages. And they're going to part ways with hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, how does that make sense? How does it make, dude, how does it even make sense numerically? You're going to be with someone. You barely touched them 100 times. You married them. They were, uh, now you're going to part way with millions of dollars. What is the math on that? Hold on for a second. Now I got my desk back in order here. All right. If you didn't see my stream on the Money Mindset stream, which is Patreon level Money Mindset stream, we went over organization. Let's say they fornicated. <laughs> All right. You're giving up $100 million. Can I, my calculator? Okay. That's $10 million. All right. Divided by. All right, uh, one hundred times. All right, that's uh, one one hundred thousand. Uh, no, it's a million dollars worth of touches. You know what I mean? You fornic- You paid a million dollars. I could have done that in my head. You paid a million dollars each time you touched your wife. <laughs> Divide by three oh four. You paid $1 million to touch your wife every single time. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. I, I A million dollars for five stroke specials and marital missionary and her telling you. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? <laughs> Nothing. Dude, let's just say you paid. You had a million dollars for the one time you had touched your marital wife for some marital missionary. You could have had hundreds of thousands of junior college girls. Now, because people then say, well, it's not reputable to be out there with junior college girls. There's a risk. The marriage wasn't a risk in itself. They're literally paying hundreds of millions of dollars to get rid of the woman. Wow. It's anyway, man. So look, we're going to talk about Rupert Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch. All right. Media mogul, Rupert Murdoch. Murdoch. Yes. We're going to talk about this. Somebody said could have had a farmer. Kaylee says, as a matter of fact, he bought a, he bought a ranch in uh, Montana, I believe. And he paid hundreds. He paid hundreds. uh, Sorry. He paid hundreds of millions of dollars for this ranch and he's going to lose it to Jerry Hall. Age 65, Rupert Murdoch's 91. He's gonna, he's on his last leg. He he bound to kick the bucket any day now. And then he's gonna lose it in a divorce in your 90s to Jerry Hall, age 65, who's been on the carousel. I mean, she she was with um uh, Mick Jagger. I got moves like Jagger. She was with Mick Jagger for years and years. And then Rupert Murdoch met her. And was like, I miss you. I'm talking to you, baby. I miss you. Dun, 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 dun. He said, our love is like no other love. Sure, you're 61, 56, however old hell she was at the time. 56 years old. Uh, you're 59. I miss you. Our love will be like no other love. We're going to take it all the way to the end. We're going to take it to the top. 
ain't no mountain high enough. I mean, Mick Jagger's leftovers. Give it a give it a rest. I mean, what are we doing, men? <laughs> what are we doing? Anyway, before we get too hot and heavy, pause. Let's talk about how to contribute to the day's show. The way you contribute to the day's show. Um, am I doing this right? PayPal. I think it's um maybe I'm not doing it. <laughs> PayPal. The way you contribute to the day show is uh you can contribute through the dollar sign CGA Live L I V E on the Cash App or you can hit up the PayPal right there. Let me see if I can put it up right. There it is right there. I think I got it. All right, I'm getting better at typing, talking and chewing gum, walking and chewing gum at the same time. It's right there at the top of the live chat. You can get your voice heard. Just support the show, whatever you want. Remember, the information that you get, we're giving you here. We're giving you a significant advantage as men to get a head start in your life and not do what Eddie Curry did. If you didn't see my video on Eddie Curry, all right, you young men, toss your life away early. Like I did, my I tossed my life away around 28 or 29. I actually waited and waited and waited. And uh, I found the love of my life. I was like, She's not like those other girls. We've never had an argument. Everything's fantastic, all right? Um, and then guess what happened to my life after that? <laughs> this is what happened to my life. Disaster. All right, within, you know, uh, you know, we got divorced after nine years. I think, yeah, just under nine years of marriage. We've been already divorced longer than we've been married at this point, and it's still a shit show. <laughs> It's still a disaster. Guys, divorce, again, which well, I just want to tell you guys. Oh, did I tell you about the ways to contribute to the show? Already told you. And then get some members content. Why don't you? Why don't you? And then get the money mindset. We'll talk about that. Um, Guys, when you have children with a woman, you never divorce. I'm just letting you know. This is why I teach you these things. Now, every now and then, you can say exception to the rule. Well, I know two people, and they were ex exes, and they got along together, and they had keys to each other's apartments. Yeah, well, listen. Those are there, but they're rare. When you have children, you never divorce. You basically just move into two separate households and fight over the kids until they're 18. And then when they're 18, barring them not having a legal problem or getting knocked up as a single mom early on or running off and getting eloping or something like that, uh, or committing a crime, you basically don't talk to the person anymore, all right? But you'll see them. You'll see them at your kid's wedding. You'll see them at your kid's college or high school graduation. You'll see them, whatever your kid's achieving, their first job, whatever their need to celebrate. This person's in your life forever. God dang. This person's in your life forever. So think long and hard. Think long and hard. If you want to get married and just say, well, if I get a divorce, I'll just divorce. No, no, no. It's there's guys. The, the, the good Lord had tried to warn you guys. God don't like divorce. If you believe in God, God hates the divorce. He hates it so much that he says you're having an affair. You're an adulteress. And if you divorce your husband and marry another one and the husband, your first husband still alive, you cherry pricking lukewarm Christians won't even acknowledge that. But that is the actual fact scripturally. And I think it is for men too. So I'll just say that. Anyway, let's get to the earlier contributors to this show. I appreciate all the support. Um, as we know, I've been having an interesting month doing the move. And man, tackling this all by myself um, has been daunting. 
but I've done these moves. This is now the eighth city that I've lived in. And um, I so it's I can do it like the back of my hand. It still was difficult. Cost me a lot of money. Uh, but with that being said, my schedule has been somewhat off and incons- inconsistent normally to what I've been doing the last three years. But barring any emergencies, which in this life can't tell, um, we'll be back to regularly scheduled programming throughout the summer. All right. With a few things here and there. All right. Um, somebody got banned on the cash app. Go ahead and give yourself an L. For some reason, they're banning you over there. What, what is it? The beta male police, whoever that is, you're getting tossed over on the cash app. <laughs> Absolutely tossed. I don't know, man. They don't like you over there. Why? What are you doing? Whatever you're putting in there, I don't know. I can't tell you, but it says you're donating and then they say it's removed for my protection. All right. Don't get me banned. I've already been banned on the cash. Mm. Uh, who is this in the building? Preston says 10 years. Zero issues, two years married. What? I'm not happy. And they are not happy shows up. Uh, the marriage will is real. Um, a lot of marriages actually end. Uh, you, you'll have a long-term courtship, a long-term relationship, a long-term engagement. Soon as you get married, disaster. He said two years married. He was with her for 10 years, no issues. Two years married. It's guys, dude, there's this stuff is so scripted. And let me just tell you, um, some women or, you know, hopeless romantic men, hope strategist men, they'll come here and they'll be like, coach, man, it, it doesn't happen to everybody. It, uh, yeah, but but when it does, it follows the same script. And so they're like, well, it's not everybody. But when it breaks down, they start reaching for the same tropes, the same excuses, the same. I mean, it's it's like scripted World Wrestling Federation. I still call it World Wrestling Federation. It starts to follow a script that not only happened to me, but hundreds of other men that I know personally, and then the thousands and thousands of people that I know through YouTube. It's the same story. They start reaching and grasping for the same straws, and when it happens to you, there's nothing you can do. Where are we at here? Uh, Loud Pocket says, Coach, keep on coaching. All right, yes, man, we're going to keep on coaching. I know I missed this morning, but we're going we gonna, to – I'm ready. I'm actually excited because I'm starting to settle in, and then now I can go full speed ahead, all right, without as many distractions. We'll see. Class E beats. Break them off something. Shout out to you. Happy Money Day in the I building to the Coach money. Gang. Coach Gang, stand up. Thank you, brother. Happy Money Day. Thank you for the continued support. Uh, XL Pro Service is another one for the continued support. Coach checking in. He says, check in, gang. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we're going to call you Jose V. He says, marriage is the largest uh, transfer wealth scam there is. I mean, insurance companies are slightly beating out marriage. Barely, barely. You know, insurance is a big old, fat old. I mean, listen, I'm going to tell you, I am, I've got plenty of insurance. <laughs> you don't want to be without it. But in America, oh. I mean, imagine buying something, paying for something, and don't using it, and it just goes to the next one. You owe me again. Now, there's going to be times where you do owe. I mean, you will need the insurance, and you'll be lucky to have it. Um, But it's the same as marriage. <laughs> like, you could actually live without the marriage. Sometimes you can live without the insurance, but uh, at some point, you might need one. Um, Insurance is a fatal. Oh, man. And you know why you guys pay high premiums? 
you know why you pay high premiums is because there's a large amount of insurance fraud, right? So you pay for the amount of fraudulent activity that goes on out there. Same as when you pay high prices, somebody steals a couple of candy bars, the prices go up because there's loss with the corporation. I mean, it's the same thing. Um, and then, and then, oh gosh, and then when you have a legit claim, and then they they go up your rear end and wreck them with a microscope, pause, and then they find ways to wriggle out of paying you your money. You like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, hold up. I got the good insurance right here, right? And they be like, well, just looks like you had them. It looks like you failed to maintain your brakes over a period of time, and that forced you in the crash. You're bad. <laughs> You're like, holy shit. Somebody says, is there such a thing as marriage insurance? Absolutely not. Uh, companies would go broke if they offered marriage insurance. <laughs> Couple, I mean, insurance companies would go. If, if insurance companies could insure they can make money on marital insurance, they would have offered it a long time ago. But they know they go under in about three years if they offered merit insurance. Somebody said a prenup is the only way you can insure. Uh, somebody says update on the on the gear. Uh, June 30th is when I'm supposed to even get it into the embroider. Oh, man, I'm never doing clothes again. I said that last time when I start stopped selling the T-shirts. And then I was like, this dude was like, oh, we can do this and we can do that. And um, I'm never doing clothes again. <laughs> I mean, unless I can sell millions of T-shirts. Oh, man, it's always I lose money. I'll end up losing money on this one, all right, because then it's I got to ship it out. It's late. I got to have it shipped to now Vegas. Oh, disaster. All right, Newski says, uh, and sorry about it, you know, for, for the delay in this one. Obviously, we ordered out-of-season clothing. <laughs> all right, that's basically what happened. That's what I'm assuming what happened, but they're saying COVID and C-19 and the ship supply services. <sighs> anyway, Newski says, men are still uh, getting married today. Wow. There are some men that are getting married today. Yes, indeed. I don't know why they're getting married, but um, they want to do the right thing. Mr. Shabazz, Jay Shabazz says, coach, they don't care uh, the old and about, uh, they don't care they're old and about to die. Oh, I guess, um, see, that's the question. If you had a lot of money and you're about to die and you get divorced or, you know, you get married and you're like, hey, you know, she'll be the one to take over my companies and half of my wealth. Would you care? I mean, why would you reward somebody like that? I joked about doing something like that and say at the end, I'll just marry my Filipino nurse. Where is she, by the way? Ling Ling, this is going to be my nurse. That is going to be by my bedside. She is going to be rubbing one out, all right, and touching me and let me touch on her. That's going to be part of the agreement. And uh, yes, she's going to be poisoning me with applesauce and she's going to be doing things like this uh, to try to, you know, uh, she's going to do things like um, she's going to get me hypnotized or she's going to get me kind of halfway groggy and I'm going to sign away my power of attorney and all of my money. And all. yeah, that's what she's going to do. But I will get the feel. I'll be feeling on that booty, booty, booka, booka, booty. <laughs> I will be getting that. I will be getting a couple of grips in on something tight and firm. And that's what I will be. Right, that's gonna be part of the deal. Antifreeze all in my Gatorade. <laughs> this is my song for real, no doubt. Yeah, 
<laughs> anyway. Oh man. I've 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 reached a new low. I'm singing R. Kelly. Pause, by the way. <laughs> Where this is my song for real, no doubt. Say the DJ making you feel turned out. As I walk into the dance floor, we begin to dance slow. Put my arms around me and feeling on your booty. All right, stop. This is ridiculous. All right, this show's already going off the rails. This is a family show, coach. We're not supposed to be singing that. Sorry for the kids that watch my show. I'm not sorry for the kids that watch my show. You guys, you guys literally, you guys literally listen to the nastiest music out there. And then you got to come to my show clutching your pearls. Ladies come to my show. This is disgusting. Then they make it so now it's uh the only 18 and over can view my video. I got a message today, some old video from three years ago. Oh, we age restricted this. What? The filth and the slime and filth that you guys listen to on the daily basis with rap and hip hop and all of that stuff. You got some damn nerve to come on my show. Okay. You guys listen to filth, slime, filth all the time. And then you guys be in your car. All right. Talking about that WAP. And then all of a sudden you want to come on my show and clutch your pearls. Stop. I'm disgusted by society. Because you guys do stuff like that. You guys do that. You dance in the car to all of that. You dance to all of that. Whap. You dance it to filth, slime, filth, and skeet, skeet, skeet. And then you go to work and act like, oh, my God, I'm just holier than thou. My virgin ears. Every two seconds, you're on Instagram twerking. You're scrolling Instagram watching filth, slime, filth. And then you come to my show. Oh, my gosh, this is disgusting. All right? No, it's not. I heard you listening to Freak a Leak, all right, before you got out of the car at work. I walked by and you were listening to Freak a Leak and you were listening to Adina Howard. I've been being a freak until the day, until the dawn. I see all of the stuff you post on the internet and then you want to clutch your pearls, all right? I'm tired of the hypocrisy here, all right? Anyway. Where are we at here? Last one. Simon Small says for the gospel of the free and lifestyle collection plate. Hashtag nasty boys in the building. Shout out to the nasty boys. All right. Mr. Uh, Ramirez is in the building. He says, yo, coachy, can you show that clip of the guy on the couch getting a feet picture? Really smooth. Like, I don't even know what I did with that video. I lost it. All right. So I can't. I wish I could play that video. I actually look for it. Oh, man, boy, cash. Uh, what, what is this here? What's here? We do have some people on the PayPal, but I'm getting far behind. Blame it on R. Kelly. Hey, do me a favor. <laughs> do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building. Come on, man. Listen, I haven't been harping on you guys with the like button, but I've noticed that like button don't get struck like it needs to get struck. So let's go ahead and hit the like button here. Help the algorithm. Help more people see this. This is a primetime show, a primetime slot. We know there are some primetime players that are on right now. And we want to get more people to this show and not on their show. All right. So that's what we want to do. And this is a family show. We'll keep it clean and above the belt, the belt, the belt. Anyway, uh, let's get to this uh, first interesting story here. Somebody reported this to me. I don't know how true this is. But this is an interesting story here. We often talk about nurses 
the medical industry, a lot of the people, a lot of the biggest thizots. All right. The nurse is the, the nurse profession is the, the number one thizot profession out there. All right. If you haven't got freaky with a nurse um, and you're surprised, what do you mean? Nurses? What? They can't be that freaky. Yes, they are. Dude, nurses are the freaks of the industry. She said, I put my leg up on their head under my arm under her toe. All right. <laughs> Whatever he said. So um, these these nurses right there, four uh, ICU nurses pregnant at the same time. Oh, my goodness. Four, 14. Did I say four? 14 ICU nurses knocked up. And apparently, apparently two surgeons are the fathers and baby daddies of all of them. <laughs> now, I don't know about that last part. Somebody actually said that potentially two ICU doctors could have knocked all of these women up. Is it possible? Is it possible? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. But it's probable. It's probable in this situation that could be true. There could be two doctors that have knocked up all these women. All right. Well, what, what would you say the possibility is? Let's do a poll right quick. All right. Could two doctors, could two engineer doctors at that, could two doctors have knocked up 14 women, 14 nurses, 14 nurses. We'll put up a poll right here. Could, uh, let me see. Uh, yes, no. All right. Could two doctors have knocked up 14 nurses? All right. We'll put it right here, right there. <laughs> These are engineer doctors, by the way. All right. Engineer doctors. You got to understand Zoe. Zoe knows engineer doctors can get busy and she can go on and get that bag. And my money. husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're gonna Once rely a fucking game. No, he's gonna fucking spoil me. No. I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's gonna be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's gonna buy me as many fucking Louis Clear as I want, shit. as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses as I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you gonna do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. I will get well, your Well, I'm glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. Whatever. Whatever, Zoe, whatever, engineer, doctor, shout out to her smacking on that gum, drinking down, chawing down on that gum, drinking that natty light, all right, with that Nexium tattoo on her damn neck, all right, all on her collarbone. Uh, What is up with Generation Z and tattoos, especially on the women's side? I see more women with tattoos than I see men these days. And don't tell me, well, it looks cool. No, they don't. Some of them tattoos look tragic. It's absolutely helter-skelter out there. That's number one. They look like trash. Number two, a lot of these people also tend to be mentally healthy, uh, mentally unstable. I mean, these people are on head meds. And so these are traumatic experiences that they're trying to overwrite getting tattoos, man. I have barely, rarely ever seen a good looking tattoo on women. I mean, very rare. The only way you can do it good is if you have 
semi-dark skin, like just below chocolate, like caramel skin, like if you would Samoan, all right, or Tongan, right, Tongan. If you're like got skin like that or you tan easily, tattoos on women, look they look okay. They look okay, especially if they're done, you know, and it makes sense there's a pattern. But some of these people be helter-skelter looking like scribble-scrabble. And if you're excessively pale or excessively dark, it looks like garbage to me. I'm just letting you know. It looks like terrible. And don't tattoo on your upper body titty. I mean, I'm just like neck right in the middle of your stomach. What are we doing? What are we doing? Why would you tattoo right in the middle of your chest on your stomach like Tupac? As I've said, somebody tried to attribute this to Donovan Sharp. I said, animals in nature reveal their poison, how dangerous they are based on the colors that they display. I've said that. And I use that because I knew red and yellow will kill a fellow. Red and black, friend of Jack or venom lack. The poisonous dark frog, the black widow spider. Okay, there's always that skunks, tigers. Leopard stripes. I mean, there's spots. Basically, when you have colors on your body as, as an animal in nature, it basically tells you that's dangerous. A green-ass alligator. You can recognize it really quickly. As soon as you see it, you be walking along the way. Oh, look at that alley cat, a black cat. And then you look, oh, there's a white stripe right down the middle of his damn forehead, all the way down to his back. That be a skunk. <laughs> all right. So anyway. So when women show up and they got all of these damn colors, I'm like, boy, animals in nature show how dangerous they are based on the colors that they display on their body. Yeah, man, you could that, that's how we do as nature, as animals. But then when we look at human beings, but we're different. Nope. Nope. No, we're not different. If you got if you're really dark, it looks like sky riding at night, especially on on fleshy female because fe females have feminine fat, right? They tend to be puffier than men. Like if you're a man and you're all chiseled and abbed out, right? The tattoos tend to look good. You know what I mean? Or you're just a biker dude. You know what I mean? And you got the skull and crossbones right here. You know what I mean? You're like, okay. And you got old scraggly beard and with chicken hanging in your beard. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. But if you're fleshy, if you're bloated, if you're, you know, puffy and you got tattoos on, and you're dark, it's like skywriting at night. I can't tell what the hell that is. What, what, what am I looking at right here? What, what, what is this? <laughs> what am I looking at here? What is this supposed to be? Oh, that's my son, Jamal. What the hell Jamal doing on your fleshy body, man? What? <laughs> oh, man. So, like, like, yeah, tattoos tend to look, yeah, not on puffy you know, anyway, skin is everything for women, by the way, just so you know where the where this could be like, well, guys get tattoos. But for women, skin is everything like your skin. I mean, up, all, all the way up until the color of your skin. But the modeling industry is based on skin. It's not even based on even youth. But typically the women with the with the best skin are young. So this is why the model industry tended to skew younger because skin made the model if their skin was clear and they didn't have all kind of acne and blemishes you didn't have blemishes all now they do it different now now you got to have complete blemishes all over your body and completely look like an outcast and then they put you as a model i don't know what the hell's going on we're an opposite world 
we're supposed to be talking about something else, by the way. Let's get to this guy right here. If, and most billionaires, you don't even know his name. We'll take the disclaimer off. This is an edutainment show, by the way. So sit down and relax. You don't even have to look at me. <laughs> so just sit down and relax and get the information. So here we go right here. This guy right here, Sergey Brin, I believe his name is, Sergey Brin. He's divorcing his wife of three years. Remember, we talked about this. Three years. I got money. Three stinking years. All right. So when we break down how much of this fortune that he she could potentially get, he probably paid in the neighborhood of $2 million every time he touched this woman. Two million, it cost him $2 million every time he touched this woman. And so here he is. Sergey Brin seeks divorce from his wife of three years. This is a Google co-founder with a $94 billion fortune. He's going to end his marriage, and the couple has taken steps to keep the details of the split sealed and private. Here's the guy right here. And he paid this woman $2 million per touch. Touch touch all right two million dollars per two she made more than any junior college floozy on seeking arrangements and she got that flat she got that she got that uh she got that bird chest going on right here and so let's go to the details real quick sergey Brin, the co-founder uh google co-founder and the world's sixth richest man in the world i got money <laughs> that's like saying 3 a.m in the morning Hey, uh, people who say 3 a.m. in the morning, you know that's redundant, right? 3 a.m. does reflect the morning. So you don't have to say 3 a.m. in the morning. Just like I just said, the world's sixth richest man in the world, that would be redundant. Uh, you guys need to work on your, go, go join Toastmasters, please. Anyway, it says he filed for divorce from his wife of three years, making him the third mega billionaire to do so in as many years. Uh, Bryn filed a petition for dissolution, all right, of his marriage from Nicole Shanahan. Well, her last name is not his last name, so that could have tipped him off, but he missed the red flag. All right. Um, so he missed the red flag. She didn't change her last name, and she married a billionaire. So talk about a high-value target. Um, and he filed in January, citing irreconcilable differences, which means nothing. That's no fault. According to the court documents cited in the Business Insider reported this month, the couple who has a three-year-old son took steps to keep the details of the split private, requesting that documents be sealed by the court. All right, there's some secrets that don't want to be came out. By the way, three years old, uh, the son's three years old. Let me tell you something, man. In America, we will have children with someone and then divorce their ass. The kid ain't even in elementary school yet. The kid's not even in elementary school. Why do you guys do that? You guys are abusers of children out here. Big time. First of all, you guys want to delete your child on site. All right. Mm. Not even on site. You want to delete right after conception. Delete. Delete. There was a woman that said, here's, the, here's what 14 early terminations of pregnancy look like. And she's proud of it. Then the next thing you want to do is you want to bring children into the world and you want to divorce the co-parent. You want to divorce the spouse. Stop bringing people into the world like this. This is a disaster, what you guys are doing. Human nature. I can't stand it. All right, so where's my episode here? What are we talking about here? Based on the high-profile nature of their relationship, there's likely to be significant public interest in their dissolution case in any potential child custody case here. Uh, issues, according to filings in Santa Clara. Bryn, age 48, 
money. Has a fortune of $94 billion, according to Bloomberg's Billionaire Index, derived largely from holdings in Google. Shout out to uh, Google for letting us have this show today. The company he co-founded with Larry Page in 1998 that later formed the holding company Alphabet Inc. Both he and Page left Alphabet in 19, oh, sorry, 20 and 19, although they remain on the board and still are the controlling shareholders. Shout out to them. Hey, yeah. I got money. Bryn's earlier marriage to 23andMe co-founder Ann Wojcicki. Wojcicki. That name looks familiar. Ended in a divorce in 2015. This dude done struck out on two marriages, number one. In seven years. And he's married to Ann Wojcicki. Wojcicki. What's her last name? Susan Wojcicki? Hmm. Let me look this up. Could that possibly be Susan Susan Wojcicki's Wojcicki? <laughs> Could that possibly be her sister? Yes, it is. Mm. Susan and Ann are sisters. Sister, you been on oh my mind. Boy, it's a small world. So so Ann, so Sergey was married to Ann. Wojcicki, who is Susan Wojcicki's, the owner of, you guys getting it, you guys are putting it together, you guys are putting it together, it's a small world after all, and so he divorced, he's already on his second divorce since 2015, all right, boy, and let me just finish this up here, they're talking about all of these billionaires are splitting, they mentioned Bill Gates, they mentioned Jeff Bezos and Mackenzie Scott, they mention um, also, uh, oh, uh, those are the only other ones they mentioned there. It's likely that Bryn and Shanahan have a prenuptial agreement since the relationship began long after he became a billionaire. Yes, said Monica Maisie, a partner of Seidman and Bancroft LLP in San Francisco. But because the case is being handled by a private judge, we will never know of the details of the divorce. But hang on tight. BioEcho Foundation. Uh-oh. <laughs> It says right here, philanthropy could also play a role in the divorce agreement. Uh, Mazzy says, Shanahan, Shanahan created the BioEcho Foundation, whose focus is on longevity and equality, criminal justice reform, and a healthy and livable planet. And it says right here, according to the website, the foundation reported $16 million in assets and made $7.4 million in grants, according to its 2019. Damn, what a hell of a year. The most recent available. It says Mazzy said divorce agreements often include spousal, uh, I'm sorry, support of an ex-spouse's philanthropy because it mutually is mutually beneficial. The grantor gets a tax break, a la Mackenzie Scott Bezos, in which then she donated significant portions of her windfall. And she only collected in essence less than 20, $30 million, but she was able to use it and have it donated to her foundation or a foundation, which I believe she donated it to the same foundation of the, um, I always forget his name. Damn. You guys know what I'm talking about. We talked about them earlier. And so now it looks like and, and listen to this. Bryn was the only contributor to the foundation. Mm. <laughs> so, so, so they have a foundation. Uh, what's her name? 
the wife has a foundation. Her name is um Shanahan. Shanahan has a foundation. The only contributor that could be found of the foundation to the foundation was the husband, Bryn. He was the only contributor to the foundation. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? The Her Foundation? What in the world? I'm not happy. <laughs> My gosh, boy, what a scam. And she's a lawyer too. He was the only contributor to the foundation, according to the tax returns, with the gift that year of more than $23 million. Let me do the math on this. He contributed 23 mil, the husband that she's divorcing or he's divorcing her. The foundation reports $16 million in assets and made $7.4 million in grant. Wait a minute. Hold up for a second. Something, something just ain't right. <laughs> Whoa, man. Just ain't right. Something, 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 something just ain't. That's why they keeping it on the low because they doing something, something here. All right. A representative from the BioEcho Foundation didn't return a call requesting comment. Yikes. Uh, who am I supposed to be remembering, by the way? I never can remember it. Warren Buffett. Thank you, LL. Uh, Warren Buffett. All right. I think Mackenzie Scott Bezos uh, donated her contributions to Warren Buffett's uh, foundation. I can't remember the name, but it sounds something like this. Oh, uh, I keep hearing a noise on my microphone. I'm not sure. So, uh, guys, they were married for three years and they about to move money around. They about to skip out on taxes. I'm not trying. Hey, look, man. I ain't want no shade on this one, so don't call me out. They about to move money around. They about to flip the game. She about to get a windfall for three years worth of marriage, three years worth of work in which he was already a billionaire. This is the mindset that we're talking about here. This is why we call it a transfer of wealth scheme. All right, let me get to the contributors on PayPal. Thank you, brothers, for being patient. All right, so you guys see the link. We'll get through the contributors on PayPal. What a world we live in. The gifting, no, the giving... I think it's called the giving pledge, the giving pledge. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this sounds like the movie Office Space where they was trying to figure out how to launder the money. Anybody see that? Office Space, great movie, by the way. I've seen it thousands of times. Office Space is a good movie. If you haven't seen Office Space, uh, watch the movie Office Space. What would you say you do here? It's one of those, if you've ever worked in an environment, a corporate environment, uh, you'll love the movie Office Space. All right. if Because they don't, everything will, they hit everything in Office Space. All right. Um, what would you say you do here? Uh, where are we at here? Senior Oro says, now that you're in Vegas, I bet you're really going to uh, gonna be buying a bit from a celibate. All right. <laughs> mm. Shout out to the celibates. I will be buying a bit. The junior college here, I'm kind of getting in. He says here to some of the Jasmine Rice fund. Yeah, there's some junior college girls here for sure. I had to dig. I had to dig deep, though. They ain't out here like they in California now. I hear out in the wide open because it's hot as hell out here. That's why. Shout out to Mr. Wynn in the building. John, we'll call you Wynn in the building. Wynn. Shout out to my brother there. All right. Uh, who else we got in here? We're going to call you Wynn. All right. That's what we call you. Uh, shout out to the coach gang. Terrence H says, I order merch from the Etsy store and it's still not shipped. My name is Terrence H. Shit, I know. 
Um, this is not this is gonna be one of these days. He scammed 12 people out of merchandise. I'm gonna try to get this under control, but the last text that I got from my guy for sure, June 30th. All right, so I'm supposedly getting it to just the embroiderer. Disaster. Disaster. All right. Um, if you're a YouTube content creator, if you're gonna get into apparel, it's gonna be your least moneymaker. You're going to lose money unless you're selling either a high ticket item or a lot of mid item ticket items. All right. That's you're going to get killed out here, crush. The other way you can do it is do things like I used to do with the, the YouTube store. What do they call it? Teespring. Their quality is lacking. All right. Their quality. I mean, the shirt is going to, it's not going to read anything. You're going to wash it 20 times and it's going to be off. The best place that I use is um, Custom Ink. But um, like I said, I didn't keep a lot of inventory during that time. And so there was quite a bit of delays in that too. Jorge C says coffee. All right, it's too late for coffee, but we're going to have something in here. And by the way, my chocolatey skin is melting in the building. You see that, ladies? You see that skin? Speaking of skin, ladies, this is all natural. Look at this skin. A couple of breakout right here, razor bumps and whatnot here. Just a little bit here. Look at my skin, ladies. You guys wish, you ladies wish you had skin like this in your mid-40s. I'm just letting you know right there. I know you'd be like, oh, I got skin like that, but you're still puffy, okay? You're still a little bit puffy, all right? So, yeah, you might have good skin and all that, but, you know, look, you know, I'm not like those old brothers back in the day, those old boomers, and they had um them black circles up under their eyes and all of that. Like they were this shade, and then all of the under their eyes, they was looking like Kevin McHale up under the eyes. <laughs> right? Oh, my sound clip didn't play. All right, and they looked like they was a walking zombie. He was like, damn, son. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, look at them skill. No crow's feet back in the day. Yeah, I haven't been walking outside. I'm not all weather beaten. Somebody said they fixed the dark circles under the eyes. Hmm. That sounds like a sister, too. Sister, sister. <laughs> yeah, that, they got that Morgan Freeman. Look at my skin, though, man. Hey, woo-wee. Look at that skin. Like, damn, peel. You look, you look like an onion peel. Look at that thing right there. Look at that. 46 years old. What y'all looking like? That's all. You, I will tell you the remedy here. And, ladies, I have a special serum for you. If you would like skin like the coach. Only the ladies. Only the ladies. I do have the serum for you. And uh, if you will, line up behind here after the show. Coach would be happy to share the serum with you. I'm just letting you guys know. Mm. Fellas, do not line up for this. Pause. I will be releasing the serum after the show, ladies. So <laughs> I'm just letting you Okay, this is a family show. That Dr. Sebi, line up over here, ladies. All right, line up over here. Gentlemen, line up over there. Far, far, far away. Go back further. Way back. Way back. Close the door on them. Boom. All right, ladies. All right, here we go. Serum is going to be released right here. Put your paw out. <laughs> All right, open up wide. All right, here we go. Close your eyes. Open wide. All right, here we go. Let's go. You'll be healed under the name of the spirit right here. All right. Anyway, 
<laughs> ladies, they the ladies like this is despicable. Why you listening to Freakily earlier today? Don't judge me. Don't judge me. This is a family show. Shout out to Terrence H. You will get you will get your package sometime in the hot ass summer. Wearing a hoodie in the summer. <laughs> oh my God. All right. What a what a catastrophe. All right. It's not my finest hour. And if anybody's ever ordered apparel from me, I mean, I'm going to have to just stop it right now. All right. Anyway, just do swoosh. If you didn't watch the last the the last stream, you won't understand this video. All right. Let me see if I can clip it. I can't show it to you. I don't know if I can show it. Let me see. Say there. Oh, uh, I'll wait on that one. <laughs> uh, it looks interesting, though. I have to play it privately first before I release it out, because otherwise, you guys know what will happen. They're watching me, and then they're going to yank me. All right, while he was serving his country, his wife was serving the community. Another uh, link to something else. You guys like to send me links. I can't just pop it up during the middle of the show, but I appreciate that. <sighs> Hold on for a second. I appreciate that. I will come back and reference it later. I can't just be like, oh, let me see, and then flash it up there, and then there's somebody putting hands up on hips. They be like, I'll put my hand up on your hip. When I dip, you dip, we dip. Kaylin Ferguson, what's up, coach? In your opinion, what do you think? Why do you think so many women love premarital sex? When they could have more to lose than to gain, marital rates will continue to drop and single motherhood will remain consistent. Well, um, I, you know, what basically what happened was people have always been trying to control women sexually. So as much as we say we're oppressed now, you know, we have the short end of the stick. Women did have the short end of the stick. Like they, the women are naturally promiscuous, promiscuous. Say it. I'll have to play the cartoon one day. And I told you guys, you know, I've explained this. Women are naturally promiscuous. The problem is there's a cartoon of me explaining this. And I said promiscuous. Say promiscuous three times fast. The problem is society has got them to believe that they're doing something dirty, nasty. And of course, this is their selling point. So we've used chastity belts, shame, scarlet letter, hiding women up in the castle, uh, sheltering your daughters, locking your daughters in bedrooms. We've used just about everything to prevent women. Now, this is what men have done. And then over time, women have carried the torch. So now they blame men for not having women being promiscuous promiscuous but women have carried the torch women are overwhelmingly the ones that would call other women's sluts and whores and whore bags and skanks and skeezers it's not the men men will call women that but overwhelmingly if a woman sees another woman acting up she will as instructed as society says to she will be the one to call her all the names so women have been the most judgmental to other women who have been acting promiscuously. But the bottom line is this. We've used all kinds of constraints to control women's promiscuity because they do have so much to lose and men will tell them everything and they will always go back to, well, he said he loved me and you fell for that the 10th time over and you got knocked up eight times. Not only that, fathers have much more to lose because now he can't sell his daughter off. So this is why we put constraints on women sexually. It's not because, well, many times it is because you look at them dirtily, dirtily, right? 
you know, you ever have that, especially when you were young and you first had some some segs with a young girl. And then as soon as you roared, you was like, roar! And then you got post-nut clarity and you start looking back, reflecting back on, um, you start reflecting back on what you just did. You're looking at her like, you nasty summama. <laughs> and then you start calling her names and offending her. She just gave you her body. Why you Why are you calling her names? Well, what that is, is you think she's dirty now. You think she's dirty. So this is what this is what happens. And so guys have been trying to protect women from this. This is the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Men are the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Men are men are the Bill Bixby. Or the uh, yeah, men are the Bill Bixby of, um, you know, when we want to get that roar out, we're uh, the Incredible Hulk. We'll tear up anything. Roar, right? And then we'll tear everything beating our chest. We're doing this, smacking it up, flip it, rub it down. And then guess what happens? We come back to reality after we roar. Roar! And then... And then we wake up with them fat cucumber-sized fingers and sausage fingers all up on your chest. You're like, Lord, what are you doing to me? Get away from me, you nasty woman. You put all of our clothes, you're getting dressed. Oh, my God. You try to get up, you nasty. Oh. <laughs> you disgusted by her, and you was doing her. You were with her. How you disgusted by her? You were, the, you were the one doing it with her. But this is what happens. So because this is what most men are going to do, Many men that try to protect women, we were overly protective of them. Watch out. The dude's going to turn into the Incredible Hulk. Then he's going to wear off, and he's going to be in ripped jeans, and he's going to be in his ripped shirt, and he's going to come back to his senses. He's literally going to come back to his senses. He's going to come back to his senses. He's going to look at you differently. Same way as a woman has an affair. Everybody looks at her completely different. So um, the point is, to all of that. <laughs> the point is to all of that, Kaylin. And this is our Christian brother here. I believe you're spiritual or Christian. Is that um, women will always have chaste. Um, they or sorry, lack of chastity if gone under, uh, gone not under control. But men have been trying to control it. And women have done their part to control it. The clergy is going to try to control it. The government has tried to control it, and now there's no controls over it. The gloves are off. We've opened Pandora's box, and look at the mess we have. But the best thing about it is junior college be lit. I mean, for the low, low prices of 250 300 400 I mean, very relatively cheaply, cheaply, they will come over and do monkey double backflips all over you. Thank the Lord. Here we go. Thank the Lord. Hold on for a second. I got to pull up my winning. Uh, I don't think I can pull it up on time, but thank the Lord. I mean, men were free. We don't know. How, guys, let me just say this. I'm going off just a little bit here. We used to have to doo-wop on the corner for get to get a woman. We used to have to sing songs and spin in the circle like Michael Jackson. We used to have to marry the woman. We used to have to go up to the father. We used to have to own property. The things we had to do to get. A little piece of peace. We had to go to church and lie to our pastor. We had to commit, not commit a sin. We had to rush our ass down to the altar. And that's you. You remember what we used to have to do? 
We had to date her for five years before we touched anything on that woman's body. Now, $300, and you can get the finest, youngest piece of junior college trim to come to your door. Now you can get on a dating app. Swipe, 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 swipe. <laughs> come on, man. We've been free. So reserve your judgments for the ladies out here. They are no longer under our control, under our authority. They're on their own. On your own. On your own. On your back. You're on your own, ladies. All right? I'm no longer over you judgment-wise or authority. I'm only purchasing per 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 every time we meet. Delivered to my door. Here we go, baby. Uh, and this is a severance fee right here. Don't contact me again. Now I can call her whatever I want to call her. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like that uh mr palmer said man wash your damn hands all right you wash your hands you be like this you finish up your drink you at the sink scrubbing you just scrub on off you be like you gone okay good bye-bye yeah bye <laughs> or you can just get it out flat out for free by the way which is a trap you'd be like go on take that and do something with it she be at Sephora going nuts. She was like, damn, man, I got to go out to Sephora. She in Sephora like this. Wow. I got $300 from the coach. She trying to look like the coach's face right there. She like this. Oh, boy. She going to Sephora. I'm strong and independent. <laughs> but I needed a little cash from the coach. Man, he needed the little. <laughs> she then blew all that money. All right, so let's just continue with the show. I think I have a couple more PayPals. I'm sorry, man. I, it's been a while. It's been a while. I haven't done a full show since like Friday. So I'm a little bit excited. Shout out to the ladies that watch the dang show. Because you know I'm not lying. Ladies, you guys know I'm not lying. It's people are like, well, why do you have to go? <laughs> why do you have to give her that? Well, it's either that or a 44-year-old woman. That I got to run game on and Mac and have conversation with. And then she's got to tell me, well, I'd rather be a part of your life than just give me your body. And then I got to sit across from her on a date like this snooze fest. Oh, my God. Listen, to her talking about her job and her career. Where do you see yourself in five years? She give you two piece of piece. Lee. Where is this going? What do you mean? Where is this going? I'm out of here. She's blowing up like the Goodyear blimp steadily through the whole damn dating process. She's sitting up on your uh, couch with her feet all up on your furniture, smelling like corn nuts. She got two kids. One she don't got custody of. The other one she does. Financially, she's a wreck. I'd rather go to the junior college and just peach you off. All right, here you go. What, what do you need, girl? Hey, look, you know, you're going to be at Ulta all day. I got you. You need a piece of hair. You need some hair curlers hair care products you need some keratin what do you what do you need in your supply kit today all right here you go baby go ahead and break you off thank you bye-bye <laughs> goodness it's easy out here it's super easy come on man hit the dough get on out of here thank you sweetie you've been good out here some one day somebody will marry you right and that's you and I'll have all of my markings all over you by that time. Where are we at? 
Uh, somebody says, I heard Minister Jab say he doesn't like how you trick. He says, I only agree because it's the same trouble. You better off going back to MGTOW talking points. Uh, shout out to you if you guys want the same show over and over again. I mean, it's somewhat the same. But, um, you know, tricking is for tricking is a conversation for men that grew up in the 1990s. Uh, but shout out to Minister Jap. It's OK. I mean, you can sit here and just we can just say no cohabitation, no relationships, no marriages the entire show. Or you can have fun with it. Relax. This is the show. We've gone to edutainment and we switched to edutainment about two years ago. Come on, man. But um, broke ninjas love to talk about tricks. Miss, me and Minister Jap are cool, so there's no beef between us. Uh, but part of the show is we've gone away from that. We're over here edutaining now, okay? You got to extend the content. But if you want the 2018 coach, go to the Coach Greg Adams channel and never watch a live stream over here. You can go over there, all right? I play all the old videos where I'm seeing there, no cohabitation, no long-term relationship, no marriage. Go ahead. I play the old videos. I post them up there. Go back and watch 2018 coach. It's now 2022. <laughs> it's 2022. I'm at the junior college now. Trick. And by the way, man, are we still, are we still calling men tricks for pain? Where are we at? Where are we at where we're still confused about pain and not pain? Are we still confused, ladies and gentlemen? Do not let me skew the show away from that. We're an hour in. I'm supposed to be talking about Rupert Murdoch. We're still talking about tricking. It's actually nauseating. The people who pay the most are Max Games and all game guys. Pimps, I've even proved it that pimps pay tremendously. Married men, they pay the most. We just talked about this guy paid $2 million every time he touched his wife. And then you over here going, you're tricking for $300. You guys got to be. I'm actually, I'm actually offended that you can be here this long and act like the men who pay the lowest amount is, are the dummies. <laughs> you are paying super duper low. You should pay high prices. Pimps, you guys are over here valuing pimps. Pimps sleep with the very same women that are, 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 are fornicating for money. Now, make that make sense. And they are sitting here, a chick of mine better not keep a dime. But they sleep with the... <laughs> Jesus. They what? Make that make sense. This woman works on the street. She fornicates with eight men a day, five to eight. And he puts himself in that one. We're putting that person over everyone else. This is what the community does. This is what brothers do. This is what brothers do. Y'all, man, you a trick. Pippin, though, and Max, I'm like, but they sleep with streetwalkers. Are we kidding? You guys are kidding yourself. You guys are absolutely kidding yourself. And I'm tired of you guys kidding yourself. Do not come on my show trying to kid and lie to me. The guys that think they're players, you guys pay excessively, excessively a lot. You know why? Because you can't stop thinking of peace leave. I know we talk about it a lot over here. You can't even stop thinking about it. 
You always got to have eight, nine subpar women. Subpar, bottom, uh, bottom feeders, street dwellers, crawlers, skeezers. And you have the nerve to think, most of these guys are always broke. You have the nerve that you think you're doing something. You're doing absolutely nothing. Because if I calculated you players, um, the, the quality of women that you lay with, because you're so ashamed, you never come outside with any of them. Talking about you look like Janet Jackson and more like Freddie Jackson. You'll never be caught in broad daylight with any of the women that you brag about. But if I combined the actual retail price of worth of the women that you guys bang, you guys bang, you guys are paying excessively by lowering yourself to bottom feeders and catfish and, and, and <laughs> dumpster diving. You've paid tremendously. Not only did you pay. Come on, man. I'm absolutely appalled by men today. Continuing to have this conversation. And you're stuck somewhere in the 1990s. You sound like the old uncle. He's 60 years old talking about he used to be a pimp, a Mac. He, he used to go. His name was Macaroni Tony back in the day. Oh, I was a macaroni back in the day. I used to have all the women. I had a whole bunch of women back in my day. Uh-huh. I was leaning to the side in my flossy ass ride with the OG gangster glide. Sitting there with his brim tilted to the side. Yeah, man. And that's who you guys pedestalize. Somewhere in the middle of the Midwest, Gary, Indiana, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Detroit, Chicago. You guys think pimping still winning out here. All you're going to get, Mr. I had a lot of women. All your ass is going to get is a federal charge in a state uh, human trafficking out here. Stop. It's deplorable. <laughs> Who's the Mac? Is it some brother in the big hat thinking he can get any chick with a good rap? Rolling in the effed up Nissan Altima. Leaning to the side so he looks like he's sinking into that leopard interior. Listen to that song. This brother think every girl's inferior. To his tongue to get a dumb chick sprung and he, he I can't remember. Listen to that song, Who's the Mac? That's you. Old ass Mac. Macaroni tone. Stop with the player and the Mac stuff. None of you guys are players. And if you're a player, your, your roster do not look like the Kentucky Derby. Your roster look like Santa Anita track where 43 horses are dying on them. Pulling up the rear. I know some of your girls. I've seen some of the girls. <laughs> I've seen some of the girls you with. I'm tired of it. I'm not a player. I'm not a Mac. I've been there. I don't want to be a player no more. I just want to get it done. If you want to hear MGTOW talking points, go back to 2018, 2019 videos. I got plenty of over there. We've, I've, I, I, I appreciate my MGTO brothers. I'm not throwing dirt on their name. I'm just saying I'm doing an edutainment show over here. I'm doing an edutainment show. All right. Take your ass over back to 2019 if you want to. <laughs> but we tricking over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we at the junior college. <laughs> I ain't got time for game. You think I got time to sit up there? Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. Are you new here? 
Do you come around here often? Yeah, baby. Hey, just play a play of Mac right now. I'm going to put that game on you. All right. I'm going to try for the 58 time. All right. I ran up on 100 women, but now none of them gave me no peace leave. But you got to be the one, baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, I started up here. I started up here at the eights and the nines, but I kept getting rejected and rejected and rejected. But I'm going to come out here and I'm going to spit this game right here and I'm going to brush this dirt off my shoulder. Baby, you looking good tonight. Uh-huh. Sit on down right here. And let me buy you a drink. Let me buy you a drink. All right, let me turn to you and be in your end, put something in your end, spit this game on you so fast, and you ain't even going to know what's going to happen. She's going to be like, ooh, pretty Tony. And she's going to be coming out her panties like this. That's you. Hope strategy ass. <laughs> Cold approaching. you just going to talk her out of your panties. Oh, my God. And then what you going to do? The same thing I did. You're going to run after you bust. After you bust, you're going to do the same thing, but I'm going to brush her off. I'm going to get right to the point. We're going to get right down to business. All right, I'm going to hand her the funds, and she's going to go. Your ass going to spend, what, approaching women at bars and nightclubs and whatnot on the street? You'll spend tens of thousands of dollars doing that with your smelly-ass cologne and your uh, wrinkled-ass gaiters, your old-ass gaiters leaning to the side, and your baggy pants that you need to go on and get a little bit tapered now, and your fresh old silk shirt. And your smooth-ass conversation that you learned from a YouTuber, yeah, you spent tens of thousands of dollars. And I spent 300 like this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get on out of here. Uh-huh. <laughs> out here with your fresh sunglasses and your fresh hat and your fresh clothes. And I'm showing up with a free agent lifestyle shirt. Come on in the door, baby. Here you go. You got some biology books. You too much cologne-wearing-ass corny. Hemp sock wearing, Gucci belt. You, I'm fresh out here. I'm fresh out here. I'm fresh out here for the hoes. But you out here paying. You out here paying for all these goofy ass clown outfits. And now you don't think you paying. Stop. Mm. <laughs> you pay. You pay. Shut up. I'm tired. I, I, I it's exhausting. And then they got the nerve because the dude says, well, I'm going to just cut the corner right here. Sure, there's risk. There's not. There's no such thing as no risk when you're dealing with women. If you want no risk, if you want no risk, don't date women. Go monk. Go MGTOW monk. Go monk. Go monk if you want to avoid women. But if you want to lie to yourself, be a player, be a Mac, be a game artist, be a pickup artist, because these dudes are the biggest frauds out here. Fraudulent. But if it makes you feel better about yourself that you show up to the nightclub, uh-huh. After about two or three drinks, I'ma run up on her. Soon as she separate from her pack, uh-huh. Oh, there she go right there, Sean. Hey man. Hey, yo, Sean, hold my drink, man. Watch how I do this, man. Yo, boy got game. He got so much game, he need a referee. Yo, what's up, baby? What's up? Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo, where you going with all that wagon you dragging? Uh-huh, baby, I see what you're doing. Can I get some fries to go with that shake? Uh-huh, I know I'm the best player out here. I'm the most clever, and I got the best tongue out here, baby. I'm about to draw, talk you out of them panties, man. Sit, baby, right here. Oh, you got to go to the bathroom right now. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm harassing you right now. Oh, I didn't brush up on you right now. Oh, okay. Uh, you want me to wait for you when you come out? Or do you want, I'm going to buy you a drink. What you want? I'm going to be sitting at the bar over here, right here. Okay. Oh, you don't want me to talk to you? Oh, you got a man. Okay. What your man got to do with me? See, if you had a man and he was really about you, he would be here with you right now, buddy. He ain't. Oh, you calling me? For, oh, you think my outfit is fake? Hey, baby, your whole body is fake. And that's why you got that fake 
sewing in your head right now. And then you start to go and demoralize them right there. <laughs> Y'all do that. Y'all still doing that? Are you still doing that? Are you still there not calling yourself a man? <laughs> man, I'm good out here, man. We out here having fun. It's lit. You know what I mean? I got my drinks lined up right here. You at yourself. You by yourself at the bar. All my drinks lined up right here. There go some girls right there. Yo, baby, you want to get in my photo real quick? Come in and get in my selfie right here. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. Play it, Mac. Yeah. Uh-huh. We got that selfie right there. Let me post that on Instagram real quick. We out here. We out here. It's Liddy. All right, look at me, baby, with the girls. You know what I'm saying? I got the honey on this side. I'm leaning in super special right there. Yeah, uh-huh. Y'all still doing that? <laughs> Y'all still doing that, huh? Oh, okay, got you, got you. Well. <laughs> All right, anyway. Boy, that sounds fantastic. Sign me up. I can't wait to go out there. I can't wait to go out there and do all that. Come on, man. Bro, man, I'm too... Man. Let me pop some bottles. <laughs> Let me pop some bottles. Man, come on, man. I, I'm done with all that. Watching girls twerk. You know what I mean? Ooh, the girls twerking. Look, y'all. Hey, Shun. Shun, look at the girls twerking and all that. Shun, I got game. She's letting me record her twerking. She twerking for me. No, she's not. She's twerking for that camera. And she knows she's going to post it on your site and you're going to tag her and she's going to get more followers. <laughs> anyway. Guys, you don't have to do that no more. Letting you guys know. Anyway. Turnpike Tyrone, he says, my boy knocked up a single mom and moved in with her. We'll give him the prices wrong. But her mom lives with her too. He thinks he can gain control of the house. I sent him your channel so he sees the light. I told him no. Ha ha. He, I told him to run. What in his, is what in his right mind but makes him believe he's going to move into a house with two women and he's going to gain back control? He's going to get kicked out. He's going to get kicked out of the house. All right, man. Look, enough messing around today. Sorry. Sorry about that. By the way, me and Minister Jap, we're cool. We're cool, calm, and collected. I get along with everyone here in the manosphere. Every time, you know, we would throw shots. Everybody has a philosophy. So I have a philosophy. I've written my philosophy down. There's a book. There's a book called The Free Agent Lifestyle, if you ever want to know. We also have a philosophy here that says every man pays. If you don't, if you don't pay, you will at some particular point. Okay, you're going to pay at some particular point. Like I always say, you might have got by messing with 500 or 50 or however many straggle daggles you then banged out. All right. But the reason why you keep rotating through them is because they're low quality. That's neither here or there, but I'm trying to educate you as a mature man. You're banging low quality women, calling them wins, but they're not enough to go back to. So they're low quality. And so you fluff up your numbers to make yourself feel better. And then you lie to yourself and say, you don't pay. When your ass living in an apartment complex with roommates at 42 years old. I mean, but you got hoes. You got broads, right? You don't got nothing to your name. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know what I don't know what you don't understand about the 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 opportunity cost that you've missed by continuing to live this life, assuming you're not paying for it. Just an opportunity cost you've lost in life. 
you've lost because you weren't focusing on what's right. And now you're 40 talking about you can lay your game down. Now you're 40 eating watermelon on the stage, acting like that this is the best thing that you can ever accomplish in your life. The ability to eat watermelon to simulate oral pleasuring a woman. I mean, I don't know how low you want to get, but if you come over here with this, I'm going to lay the smack it down on you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're you're low quality. You're a low quality individual. And you bang low quality women. You paid an opportunity cost and you paid in the fact that you can only go after women on Tinder. I mean, are we still doing that? Are you still banging off women on Tinder? Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, let's get to the show here. I just had to hit you with that. It's been a while since we touched that. And every now and then, a lot of men forget. You guys forget. And then you come over here. Because I talk about the junior college, and then you start wanting to come out here. You tricking. Okay. Um, how's 1996 working out for you? Because I'm in 2022. And so are the women. The women are in 2022. I'm actually in 2030. The women are in 2022. And you're in 1996 talking about, I miss you. I'm talking to you, baby. I miss you. That's what that's what you talking about. We over here in the future. We caught up to modern women. You're complaining about them. You're over there wearing jean shorts. You know what I mean? You still got the socks with the little puffy ball in the back of them. You still wearing baggy shorts like the the, the class of 1996, Steve Nash and Kobe Bryant and them. You were you show up to the basketball short uh court in full uniform. With it tucked in like Michael Jordan in the big baggy ass shorts like Kevin Garnett. That's what you still working on. You still wearing Patrick Ewing and Shaquille O'Neal um, Reebok dunk shoes and pump shoes, the pump up shoes. That's what you, that's where you at. You sitting around playing R. Kelly 12 play. Your body's, oh, this is the jam. This is my jam. Your body's calling. Oh, yeah, this is my jam right here. You got, yeah, my body's telling me no, but my body, my body. That's what you pump. That's what you pump up when you when your 40-year-old tender women show up. Girl, I got that mixtape for you. Let me put this mixtape on you. You brush off your CD. Hold up for a second. <sighs> Let me get that mixtape. You walk over to your CD player, that big-ass stereo like they had at Martin. <laughs> you push your eject button and then it go back in and out. You then double tapped it. Oh, damn, it closed again. Hold on for a second. Let me get that. And you finally slide that damn CD out. Wait till I put those on here. Uh-huh. You slide that in there. Watch this. Skip, 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 skip. Track number six. Uh-huh. I just left my baby girl a message, said I've been doing her wrong. I'd rather be alone. She worked my body, dump the body, because I'd rather leave than the cheat. <laughs> but give me some time, I can be the man she needs. 
But there's a lot of lust inside of me. And we've been together since our teenage years. I really can't leave the hope, but I need some time to carry on. But when you love someone, you just don't treat her bad. Girl, how I feel so sad now that I want to leave. She's dying the heart to me. I just can't let her be. I just can't wanna see where I wanna be, where I wanna be. Bruh. Mm. <laughs> How's nineteen ninety-eight looking to you over there? I know I messed up the lyrics. Mm. All right. <laughs> Rupert Murdoch Rupert Murdoch right here here we go right here uh where are we at Rupert Murdoch if you guys don't know who Rupert Murdoch is that's the picture of him let me go ahead and blow the picture up real quick all right there's Rupert Murdoch right there I'm sweating all right you got me performing you got me doing my best Jimmy got soul so where are we at right here uh this guy right here, he's been married four times. Rupert Murdoch is probably one of the most uh, well-known media members out here. The guy has owned just about any and every media outlet there is. He originally is from Australia. He came to the United States and started buying up everything. The Chicago Sun-Time, the Boston Globe. He eventually owned the Wall Street Journal. I mean, if you're getting media information, especially conservative information, you're getting it straight from Rupert Murdoch. He actually owned the uh, L.A. Dodgers at one particular point. Because Fox, his subsidiary, his company, uh, and he created Fox News, by the way, his company um, wanted to rival the Angels because Disney, a competitor of his, bought the Angels, so he bought the Dodgers. Mm. Let me just give you a list of several other things that Rupert Murdoch has owned, um, if you guys want to know who Rupert Murdoch is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he has owned, of course, he's owned newspaper in Australia. So he's owned the New York Post the Times of London, the Boston Herald, the Chicago Sun-Times, 20th Century Fox. He's also heard uh, he bought the publishing company Harper and Row. He's owned MySpace in the mid-2005s. He owned MySpace, paid $580 million for it, but he sold it six years later for $35 million, so he's lost $500 million on MySpace. He's also owned, um, he, he owned, uh, God dang, I mean, listen, this guy is owned every every bit of information that you got. Is, you probably got it from him. All right. New York Magazine, Perf, Sun Times, Sunday Times. This guy owns damn near everything in terms of media. All right. So he's a media conglomerate on his own. So um, at age in his somewhere in his late 80s, he married Jerry Hall. There's you see Jerry Hall picture there. Obviously, Jerry has seen better days. If you guys want to know Jerry Hall, Jerry Hall was a model. All right, there you can see her here. She was a model back in the early 80s where pimps, players, and Max reside, okay? Um, and they still think they macking right here, uh, macaroni Tony. All right, and they going back to Mac women like this. Uh, so here we go right here. Uh, Jerry Hall was better known as Mick Jagger's second half. So this is how old they are. Mick Jagger used to date uh, long-term Jerry Hall. Long-term Jerry Hall. I don't think they ever married. Certified flatback. <laughs> yeah, this is when the the models look somewhat um European here. Oh, this is a oh, oh my gosh, this is an old version of Jerry Hall. 
she's making a comeback at modeling at 65. Boy, I tell you, man, time is not on women's side, brothers. Time is not on women's side. Look at that. You went from that somewhat um, what you would call androgynous, skinny flat back, and then there you were, wow, 40 years later. Holy moly. Boy, time, man, the wall does not miss. And so to me, she's not really attractive to begin with. I mean, I, I don't see her as a, of attractive, but, um, you know, she she had that body. She had that flat back. Yeah, she long backed it, too. You see that long back? She definitely long backed it. So um, she was Mick Jagger's girl for a long time. And then as a cleanup project, she actually then married Rupert Murdoch, the mogul both uh, as he's aging. So let's go ahead and give you the lowdown right here. This is the lowdown on the marriage and divorce. It says right here. I'm oh, sorry. That's the wrong one. I have a great article that I want to read from where it is. Oh, here it is right here. Uh, so this is them right there in older age and older times. Here's a 45, 50 year old one version right here. All right. So boy, after 50, it goes south. What's going to be the cost of Jerry Hall and Rupert Murdoch's divorce? It, the funny thing was, I didn't even know they were married. I didn't even know they were married. Listen to this. It says billionaire Rupert Murdoch and Jerry Hall reportedly getting a divorce. A fourth for Murdoch after six years of marriage. Six. Remember, I told you, he can probably tally up in the amount he's going to lose. Even with a prenup, he can tally up every time he touched her. Probably cost him $1 million. Did I show Kim Basinger? Basinger? I probably did. He probably, every time he, so again, the guys are going to say, I don't pay and I don't pay and you're tricking. This man, at the end, it will go back. Uh, uh, Terrence Pop used to have a thing where he would call it. I can't remember what he called it. Shout out to Terrence Pop. And shout out to MGTOW. I'm not, I never abandoned you. Uh, But. He used to have a thing where he would say, this is how much it costs to bang your wife. And he would say, this is how much she got from the settlement. These are the years we were together. This is how much the house cost. What did Terrence Pop used to say? And then if you break it down on this one, six years of marriage and what you're going to split, where do you get off saying you don't pay? You're about to pay up their yang. And not only that, when you calculate how much it costs you every time to touch your wife. You're talking about tens, hundreds, hundreds of dollars at the end. Hundreds of dollars. Let's read this article from this article here. Sorry. It says right here, the News Corp CEO has amassed a 14 billion pound fortune over the 20 years. So I'm assuming that's about $20 billion in U.S. money. Um, but will Hall get a chunk of that in the divorce settlement, media giant Rupert Murdoch, age 91, Jerry Hall, that's the female, age 65, are reportedly going their separate ways and headed to divorce. The Australian-born billionaire and the former model actress tied the knot in March of 2016. 20 and 16. And she about to get a chunk in central London after courting for five months. Five months. This is what I'm telling you. He going to pay for knowing her for five months and marrying her. Uh, Murdoch marked the occasion by announcing on Twitter that he would stop posting on the platform, calling himself the luckiest and happiest man in the world when he met her. 
when he engaged with her, he called himself the luckiest and happiest man in the world. But according to the New York Times, the pair have now split and are set for divorce with the American publication, with the American publication claiming that um, those close to Murdoch were surprised to learn the end of the six year marriage. Neither party is yet confirmed, uh, commented on the report. So I'm going to go ahead and skip down here. Did Jerry Hall sign a prenup before marrying Rupert Murdoch? Prior to tying the knot in 2016, both Murdoch and Miss Hall were uh, had both walked down the aisle before and welcomed children into the world with other partners. I don't get why you marry when you're this old. What is the point? The point of marriage to me is children and family. If you've already done that and we're not having any more children, why? What is the age difference here? It's 30, uh, less than 30. It's like 25, 26. Yeah, my math don't work the same. Murdoch had been married three times previously, while Hall did marry Mick Jagger, the father of her four children in 1990, but their marriage was annulled in 99. Media tycoon Murdoch, who was worth $14 billion here, he has, he has six children, including two daughters with his third wife, Wendy Dang, and uh, whom he divorced in 20 and 13. So he went from this third wife to quickly jumping into this fourth marriage ending in the divorce. It says right here in 2016 of January, Murdoch announced his engagements to Miss Hall uh, via a notice in the newspaper, the Times newspaper, before going on to become a married man for the fourth time a week before his 85th birthday in March of the same year. Why? It's no it's not known whether it's not known for certain whether the two stars signed a prenup prior to marrying at St. Bride Fleet Street, but it is speculated that the billionaire is likely to have taken steps to protect this huge fortune. Don't get excited yet, fellas. Speaking to a male online lawyer, Mark Stevens of the Howard Kennedy firm claims Murdoch could have possibly signed a quote, fairly generous unquote prenuptial agreement. So here she is. She walked in wrecked by Mick Jagger. All right. And she falls in the lap of Rupert Murdoch. Look at his goofball. Look, I mean, not goofball. I'll take that back because he got the power here. But this don't, this ain't a match. And she's like, aha, you know what she's doing? <laughs> this is what she's doing like this. She was like, thank you. Uh-huh. Sign away right there. Uh-huh. And got him. That's what she's doing. That's what she's in. She said, got that sucker. It says right here, the publication reports, uh, the publication reports how the legal professional has um, explained how this would have been drafted with the anticipation of not interfering with the line of succession for the Murdoch's multi-billion pound business empire. I'm going to get down to the juice here in a minute right here. And it says there's a succession plan for the children of his previous marriage. So she's not going to be able to interfere with that. She's not going to jump in line and inherit the media fortune according to the prenup, let's go down here. And it says here, how much will Jerry Hall, how much will Jerry Hall, if they skip the word here, how much will Jerry Hall, if she and Rupert Murdoch divorces, probably should say, how much will she get? Listen, multiple mansions, multiple mansions. I got money. And a 228 pound million, <laughs> 2200, Sorry, everybody in the UK. 228 million pound ranch could be part of the fairly generous divorce settlement for Mrs. Hall. Um, 
and she receives if the rumors are true and she and Murdoch are heading to divorce. So he's 90 something. He she's 65. She marries him for six measly years. And she would get multiple mansions and a 220 million pound ranch, I believe, in Montana. We're going to go over that in a second here. While the majority of the billionaire's fortune will be protected thanks to a rumor prenuptial agreement being in place, properties the couple had acquired since their wedding in 2013 could be split. So again, marital property. Yes, you can have a prenup, but there's also marital property in there. And your prenup cannot be unfair, okay? So a lot of people say get a prenup and let her leave with the shirt off your back, but you became a billionaire. Not going to happen. Many judges can bust that up and say, well, it might have been fair back then, but that's not fair. Okay, you're just not going to put around on the street. You know they can do that, right? Not that bad. He's worth $14 billion. Yeah, but, but she transferred, but she was worth what? She was worth what? See, this is the point. I know she was, he was worth $14 billion. It's a drop in the bucket. The problem is she was worthless. I mean, she literally just walked in, kissed him on the lips, and she's going to get $300 million. <laughs> That's the problem I have. I don't have problem with him parting ways with a little bit of money. He's overpaid significantly. Like you want to be players are out here overpaying for the time you're spending with low-hanging fruit, patting yourself on the back. Talking about you got a 200 lay count. And I'm going to say 160 of them were trash. Okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Statistically, 160 were trash. Absolute trash. That you won't even, you wouldn't even want to look her in the face after you finish with her. Don't get me started. It says, um, where are we at here? It says in 2019, three years after tying the nut, the two stars snapped up a $11 million Georgian property near Henley on Thames in Oxfordshire. Oxfordshire. It says before going to also, going on to also purchase a property in the Cotswolds the following year. Last December, the Murdoch, Murdoch and Mrs. Hall splashed out 228 million pounds on a 340,000 acre cattle ranch near Yellowstone Park in America which would be um, Wyoming. Um, I said Montana. It could be on the border of Montana as well. I mean, God dang, 340,000 acres for 228 million pounds? 300 million? Like, what is that, 280 million? Like, God dang. And uh, to add to their global, uh, dude, what kind of what kind of beef, what kind of Bill Gates stuff was he trying to do? By the way, Soralita says six years of an old woman and she gets three hundred million dollars. Make it make sense. That's what I'm talking about. I'm to him, it's a drop in a bucket. But how does this person get three? How does this person turn three hundred million dollars out of this? Of course, he didn't pay. Um, let me read this part here. Then we'll go on to the contributors. Let me read this part because I thought it was quite interesting. It says, did Rupert Murdoch break up with Jerry Hall over text messages? The actress was shocked all of, uh, at the sudden split. And it says uh, Murdoch reportedly broke up with Hall electronically via text messages or emails, leaving the model shocked at the sudden end of their marriage. 
Um, so listen, he's a media mogul. How was he going to do it? Tell him in person. He prints newspapers for a living. After reports of Murdoch and Hall divorcing each other started during uh, doing the rounds, a recent report suggested that the media mogul allegedly allegedly ended his marriage to Jerry Hall, 65, uh, via text message. This is where I want to get to the point of the story right here. Okay. Um, let me scroll down. Sorry. Uh, where are we at here? It says friends of the couple blame their different lifestyles and Jerry Hall's smoking as reasons behind the split. This is all allegedly, but they weren't on the same page. They didn't, they had a completely different lifestyle. I guarantee you they were married for six years. I bet you who's willing to bet. I bet you he didn't touch her 100 times. I'm willing to bet he did not, and plus he's six, she's 65. How much you want to bet that in six years he didn't get 100 strokes out of her? Yeah, she's a smoker, a toker. <laughs> but she's going to get $300 million. What did she bring to this table? And it says right here, Murdoch met the model after he split from his third wife, Wendy Dang, in 2013. I got to pull up a picture of her. Uh, let me see here. Wendy Dang. I think he got ran over in this divorce, too. Oh. This is going to be her right here, Wendy Dang. I don't know if you guys can see her right there. Boy, she's had some work done. This is what they look like when they got married. Oh, man, boy, I could say some stuff right here. Ah, yeah. Uh, this was her when she can any. I don't know how racist this is going to be. I don't want to be racist. This is a family show. I welcome all. Just so you guys know, I do. You know, I do tell the truth. She looks. Let me. How can I say this? She looks like she just got off. Whatever this boat that they're on. I don't know if I can say, is that. This is what she looks like here. But after the divorce, this is what she looked like. Let me make the picture larger. Like, take a look at the cut here. Like, that's a bowl cut. And he picked her up and he was like, yes, I found me somebody. I went over to wherever she's from, Taiwan. I went over to Taiwan and our Thailand and I brought her back. And like Eddie Murphy said, um, 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 and he brought her back to America and she turned into this. And she started hanging out at the salon and the massage place and the country club. And they told her she came back. Um, she said, she said, what have you done for me lately? She from Cambodia. She said, Eddie, what have you done for me lately? After he brought her back right fresh off whatever shore that they landed on right here. And then she went out here with these. And now look at her. Like, look at the difference. She says, I want half. This is what she looked like before, which, okay, she's freshening up a little bit. This is what she looked like after the fact. Like, look, she went and got that work. 
Oh, she was with Vlad Putin? Wait a minute. She was messing with Vlad Putin? Boy, hypergamy <laughs> is a mofo. <laughs> I know this is Vanity Fair reporting Vlad Putin and Wendy Dane. Oh, my God. Man, Lord. Hypergamy is a son of a... Oh, wait a minute. Now she got a 21-year-old boyfriend. Look at this. Now she got a 21... <laughs> Jesus Christ, shout out to her. This woman went from Rupert Murdoch to Vlad Putin to the 21-year-old sugar baby. Wow, what a life. Go ahead, brother, go ahead. Is this her? Now she's with a 50. Who is she with right here? Hey, go ahead, get your, hey, look, I ain't mad at him. Hey, go on and get you to go a little bit, a little, uh -huh, some sweet and sour there. You got us some sweet and sour, get it. Uh -huh. Everybody like a little sweet and sour. So look, this is what she looked like before. She didn't look like nothing. Yo, what a trip. So this is what she really looked like under all that plastic surgery right here. Look, this is what she really looked like. So, hey, all the y'all that want sugar mamas, Y'all, hey, Sugar Mama's fun and game until they start laughing <laughs> and coughing. <laughs> you know, you get you a Sugar Mama and she coughing all night long. <laughs> and you looking at her feet and you like, oh, she got toe fungus. <laughs> and then you looking at the beef curtains, you looking at it, you like, oh. Man, and she's like, put it right there. Put your face right here. And you're like, oh, this show sugar mama, you doing this for money. You ain't about to run no game on her. You looking at her toe fungus nails, all nails all rusted. She's like, like, why you don't paint your big toe? Oh, I got gangrene and toe fungus all up under it. So I need to take this pill. I need to rub. Hey, why don't you rub my toe fungus cream, all of that, that damn tough acting, tenactin all over my foot. Mm. And you got to sit there and listen to her while she got that damn CPAP machine. <sighs> she got to lay down and she put that CPAP machine connected to the beep. It's all beeping. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Go on and get your sugar mamas out here. By the way, somebody said, could the, the doctors knock up 14 nurses? 87% says yes. Yeah, y'all CPAP ass, and then she roll over at the end of the day, smelling like Bengay, Vicks cream, Vicks vapor rubs, tough acting to knackin'. And you'd be like, who's the Mac? Is it some brother in the big hat thinking he can get any chick with a good rap? Rolling in the tour up Lincoln, leaning to the side so it looks like he's sinking into that leopard interior. This brother think every girl's inferior. To his tongue, get a dumb chick sprung if she smell up selling more. Don't even get a cut of the money. His name is Sonny, and he don't play. And hope to God that he don't find a runaway. <laughs> All right, with every Ron and Rick sucking every John's. Come short of the money, get that ass kicked. Mm. Shout out to Ice Cube in the building. All right, we about to wrap it up. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, we're giving the facts about what she gonna get. Uh, here it is right here. Let me give you that. 
Let me give you that. Then, then we'll be done with this live stream. It went off a little bit right here. Here's his tweet when he met her, March 2016. He says, I will not tweet anymore uh, for 10 days or ever. Feel like the luckiest and happiest man in the world. That's when he met her. And he said, our love is like no other love. There they go in love right there. And now they divorce six years later. And um, here it is right here. Let me get to this. This is her with Mick Jagger. Where's the Where's the thing that I wanted to show y'all? Okay, can't find it. All right, it ain't in there. But anyway, she's going to get close to $300 million. Did he pay? Yes, he did. All right, shout out to everybody on the Cash App. Thank you for being patient. This is one of those. This is the comeback show, <laughs> right? Uh, where we at? Beta male police got X'd out. Following the free agent lifestyle and busy. Shout out to, we're going to call you Radar Logic today. All right, shout out to you. Following the free agent lifestyle, staying busy. I don't have time to mac and run game. I'm way too busy. All right. And women come up to me, I'll be like this. I'll be trying to, like, I don't even get all my work done on a daily basis. And I'm constantly thinking, and if somebody's sitting across from me or they're coming up, hi, how you doing? I just wanted to let you know my name's Sasquatch and you look nice. And I was just wanting to know if you was interested. I'd be looking at her like, I got something to do right now. Like, what do you want? I could have some junior colleges 10 toes up right now and part ways with 250 bucks and chicken skewers. You're bothering me. What do you want? I just want a man in my life that can complete me, and I want what he wants out of life. We could be a power couple. Man, Sasha Lelisha, would you take your ass out of here? I ain't got no time for all that, and I ain't going to run no game against that. I'm not running objections against your objections right now. <laughs> I got something to do. I ain't even been on Twitter for three days. I need to catch up. But you got to have game. Game is for poor men. I said it. Game is for poor men. Game is for men who have nothing to leverage. I mean, because if you have something to leverage, you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to run game. But that's neither here or there. You have zero leverage. You have zero in the looks department. You're somewhat, somewhat attractive. Zero status. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> game and marriage. All right. You're like, I'm lacking in every department. What can I do? Learn game. I mean, this is modern game, not the past game. This is learn some game. But in the absence of everything that you have, no money, no looks, no nothing, let me run manipulation tactics on women. And not only run manipulation tactics on women, let me run it on hundreds of women until I get three. I'm going to run it on hundreds of women to get three possible lays of low quality uh, bottom feeders. Which you would. Get. <laughs> all right. And what I'm going to do is take them on coffee dates and I'm going to do all the little trick orations and I'm going to get them for free. All right. I said it. Shout out to Rolo's Pantene hair weave. He says amazing what men lose for validation and some sex. That's what I'm talking about. Just for a little segs, right? And he also says, why are dudes so afraid to be alone? Ridiculous. Yeah, man, there's some lonely dudes out here. Shout out to the lonely hope strategists. Shout out to you, brothers. All right. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm never lonely. I actually value my alone time. I don't know if it's ever gonna hit me. Maybe when my kids turn 25 and they ain't never gonna come back. 
but I never really get lonely. I never be like, man, damn, how about I throw my life away by having a woman in my life and move her into my house? How about I complicate my life just a little bit more by having a relationship? <laughs> because I'm alone today. You'd be like, I just want to be alone with you. And there's nothing else I'd rather do. I just want the chance I had again to be you and me as friends. Like, uh-uh. Absolutely do. Right, guys, you guys know where, how this ends. You get in there, the feelings are good, and then they change like at, at the drop of a dime, and then all of a sudden, y'all bickering and arguing. Hell no. I will not. Harold L says Bush sleeve is better than bald sleeve. Okay. This show going to get in trouble today. All right. Uh, King Smith says the promiscuous video. Oh, okay. Okay. We got the promiscuous video. Uh, I, I broke down. Is this it? Oh, that is it. This shows you, man. I have my own cartoon, by the way. And who did my cartoon? RP Animated. Shout out to RP Animated right here. You guys know I have my own cartoon. Shout out to, uh, was that the actual Kingsmith? It's like Beavis and Buddy. Point number two is this. Now, this one's going to be a hard pill to swallow. I know I give you sometimes some pills to swallow. They're different color pills. They're just regular old CGA pills. Okay? They don't have to be red. Uh, women are naturally promiscuous. Promiscuous. Say promiscuous three times fast and pronounce it right. Uh, promiscuity is now an issue because it is so much it is so much more prevalent than it was in our previous years. And we as men tend to have an old-fashioned idea about women and promiscu promiscuity that many men have <laughs> before us tried to maintain, right? So all right, so you can check that video out. Uh, my own cartoon in the building, man. We famous in the building. Hey, is that a Nissan Altima? That ain't no Nissan Altima, is it? <laughs> Where are we at? I almost messed up. I didn't show y'all the money. Flashed it up there real quick. All right. Uh, anyway, well, what is it on? What is this? <laughs> Let me unshare the screen right here. I don't even know where I'm at. There you are right there <laughs> in the background. Is that a Porsche? What is that? Always when I do stuff like that, it happens. So uh, what is that? <laughs> that's my, oh, I think that's my BMW. I think that's my BMW. Where is it at? Let me see something. I think that's my BMW. Where are we at? Is that a Nissan Altima? All right. So anyway, shout out to RP Animated who did that. I think he did two videos. He did a whole bunch of guys too. Wait, where is it at? I don't even know where I found it. Anyway. All right. Sorry about that. We got sidetracked. Thank you, actual King Smith, for letting me find the promiscuous video. Um, uh, we're gonna call you uh we're gonna call you Apex G in the building. He says excellent sermon on divorce. Um, before kids are even five. Yes. Most people cannot stay together. The kids can't even make it to age five. 
and you guys are already breaking up and divorcing. It's classless. Boob says regular TV ain't the same no more. Thanks, gang. It ain't. It ain't. Well, we know they're lying out there. Mr. Dixon is in the building. D. Dixon, pause. He says fresh, never frozen peace leave on sale right now. Fresh. As fresh as it can be for 21. 21, 22, 23. Guys, you guys think it's fresh, but it's fresher than 40 and 38 and 39. You guys can actually imagine how what she's been through. Okay, actually imagine you meet a woman. She said, oh, I'm 38 and I've been looking for a man all my life. She says this right here. Um, she starts hitting you with this. I'm almost 26 years old and I live alone. Have no friends. Never been to a party. Cheated on in every serious relationship I've ever been in. And life is just really lonely. Just another holiday. I'm by myself. <laughs> That's what you be talking about. All right. And then when she gets about late 20s, early 30s, she'd be like. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older. Um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you. Yeah, late 20s, early 30s. After 26, I've never been to a party. I've never had a holiday. Never been on a date. Late 20s, early 30s. We're exhausted by the jerks. I mean, what? No, I'm taking it. What did he call it? He said, fresh, never frozen. He says, peace, 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 still dripping. All right. And there are some older women that be out here with that liquid, with them liquid swords, by the way. But the aftermath is not pretty. I mean, when you come out of that, cloud when you come out of that funk and you see what you just did it's like when a dog kicks back you know and tries to bury the evidence kicks back and tries to kick a little dirt on the turd that it did you look back and you like wow i really did that to myself men trust your post nut clarity trust it you know I, everyone's nasty <laughs> we're nasty and uh, you guys got to know where you're nasty at because you guys overcompensate and overvalidate and the person you already know what's about to happen. You don't want to go back again for them seconds. And you're like, oh, man. Dame Digital, love it when coach breaks down the meat argument. Some, some dudes still don't get it. I mean, they still don't get it. They still are stuck with, Somehow you're going to get it all for free. Of course, we've always had the easy ones, the layups. Rarely ever would they anyone of high quality. Don't lie to yourself. If they were high quality and you were getting it for free, you'd be still slaying that right now. If she was a model, Instagram model, and you were getting it for free, you wouldn't let her go. 
you be in there. Please don't go away from me. I'll be there for you when you call my name. I'll come running back to you in my heart. Please don't go away from me. You guys know how you get. If you had a fine girl and you were slaying it for free, you'd be holding that woman. Talk about hold on to your love. I've got to hold on. You ain't letting her go. I'm going to let her go. I'm going to kick these hot, good-looking women that's thick, country thick. All right, big country booty, big country titties. I'm going to kick her to the curb. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Stop it. You're slaying low-quality women, low-hanging fruit, period. And stop lying to me. I've been around too long. I know you think I'm some of these 22-year-old content creators. You're talking to somebody that's been around for a long time. <laughs> Y'all would be sprung on it. You ain't letting her just walk away. I kicked that little skeezer to the curb, and I found another one better than her. Mm. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Hold on for a second. Shout out to Dame Digital. Appreciate you, man. All right, Juan Pamera says, Jap always shouted out and gave you props, just didn't agree. Yeah, look what we're two gentlemen, man. I got pictures of me hanging out in Jap in Las Vegas. And so that's okay. Look, Jap can disagree with, anybody can disagree with me. It's okay. Doesn't mean we have beef. But, you know, I'll tell you when you back in 1989, a number, another summer. <laughs> Sound of the funky drummer, music hitting your heart. Because I know you got soul, brothers and sisters. You still walking around with your African medallion and your ex hat. You like, yeah, boy, 1989 is still litty. Mm. Not Jap, but some of you guys out here. <laughs> River Bacon, friend broke up with his girlfriend of five years. Sent him to coach, all right? He's going to get a lesson. He's going to get a lesson. Mm. T-Mon Jr. You guys going to get some lessons. Uh, many men find us because you do break up. You go through a breakup and you search for answers. This is how I went and found the RP. It wasn't through it wasn't through my divorce, which people think. It was through a breakup after I was married. All right. It was one of my first L7 square relationships that I got into after my marriage. So I got I was out there, you know. I was uh, when I got divorced, it was the it was the onset of dating apps. So it was the perfect timing. So that was when plenty of fish and tender was just like a festival. Um, it was just crazy. And then Instagram, it came along. So then it was like, I mean, I was I lived in the prime digital sexual revolution. I was free and single um, and going through a divorce doing this digital sexual revolution. Uh, many men missed it. This is why y'all stuck in the 1990s deal. But um, then I tried to turn that into a blue pill relationship. I was like, oh, man, I had enough girls. I had enough girls. This the one. I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. All right. You got, you got the whole I need a girl. And so um, then I went in there and tried to do a honest relationship with a uh, millennial lawyer. She was on top of her game. She was a bulldog attorney, and she hung out. I mean, I was looks wise, I wasn't out of I, hitting. I, I was just out of it socially. Like she was in a social stat strata that I was not in. 
but she brought me up in there and she ran circles around my ass. Mm. And so what happened? What happened? Just like many of you guys, when you guys get circles run around a girl, uh, girls running circles around you and you trying to ask questions because the questions you the questions you are going to ask as a blue pill, as a guy who's hope strategist, as a guy who gave up game and tried to make an honest relationship. The woman that you're entrusting, you think she would never do that to you. You're going this person would never do this to me. And why are they doing this? And she doesn't seem like she would do this. But in the back of your mind, in your gut, you know she's potentially cheating on you. You know she's putting herself in harm's way. You know that she's manipulating you. But you're hoping that it's not happening. And that breakup led me online. So I'm here going, what the hell is this person doing to me? I'm online. I'm searching Google. At that point, I don't even think I used YouTube like that. I actually had a YouTube channel, but I had posted four videos in like 2011. I never really checked in on the videos. All right. So I wasn't using YouTube like that. I went straight to Google. I went straight to Bing and MSN and I'm searching. You know where it led me? It led me to a bodybuilding formula for a uh, forum, forum first. It led me to a bodybuilding forum where they were talking about dating. Then it led me to Tom Likas. Then it led me to Tom Likas. So this was 2015, 20, 2015, 2016. Then it led me to Tom Likas. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what it they're doing they're doing this on purpose? They can't be doing this on purpose. They can't be, they can't be doing this as a collective. They can't be running the script. This manipulation can't be, this can't be real. I was like, it can't be real. And he's breaking down, he's literally talking to my soul. Every example he's giving me is happening to me in real time. And I'm going, that happened to me. <laughs> I was like, that happened to me too. She did that to me too. <laughs> Mind blown. And of course, time like us at that time wasn't, those were the old episodes. And I'm going, that happened to me too. She did that too. She said that too. <laughs> Wait a minute. How did you know she did that? So I'm listening, listening, listening. Of course, then the suggested videos, you're getting Sandman, MGTOW, all of these videos are coming up. And so that's where I'm getting just like, oh, wait a minute. Wow, there's other guys that this happened to. I'm not the only one. This seemed to happen to them too. So by then, then I'm listening to dudes talk about child support and divorce. So then I stumbled upon Christopher Smith, Angry Man, and all of those guys, Obsidian. And then there's black guys and white guys. I'm like, damn, black guys are talking about this. White guys are talking about this too. Like, it was just like, Wow. This can't be real. I was like, damn, these guys were talking about it like this happened to me. So what happened was then I'm watching two, three, four years, two, three years of these guys talking about this. And I'm like, this is where it's at. And so what a lot of guys are like, well, you just need a game and all this stuff. Well, that wasn't what it was attracting me to the message. 
the, what was attracting me to the message was the conversations about, you know, the, the early stuff, the scientific stuff, hypergamy and female nature. That was what I was mesmerized by. Game was, that was even, far, I was like, I'm not trying to go out there and talk to these damn skeezers. <laughs> All right, I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to figure out what's going on over here. So anybody that was on PUA stuff, I wasn't watching them. I was like, that ain't what I need. That ain't what's worth. I was like, that's not. So people always wonder how I got to this and did, didn't go over there. Because then ultimately they start talking about, see, you go up to 100 women and you bang on the table and then you get their attention and then you startle them and then you magically pull out a drink from your asshole. And then, bro. I was like, man, I don't need none of this stuff. Next, skip, skip. Buy my course, $18.99. I was like, skip, skip, skip. All of them, I didn't want no parts of them. That's why I've never been on their boat, whatever they've been doing. I never went that way. I never wanted to watch it. I never was interested. It never was intriguing. I knew it was fake. I don't know if you guys know. A lot of those PUAs, the early ones that would go out in the field, they paid the girls to do that. All right, I know I don't want to ruin people's games. All right, so now you see PUAs that never show receipts. Back in the day, PUAs used to show receipts. They used to go out in the field, and then they would go out and pay these girls like girls gone wild. <laughs> and that was their partner. They would walk up to them, leave in the nightclub, and then they'd be automatically see if they can get one of the girls to kiss them and French kiss them and walk away. And then the guy's holding the camera, watching them walk away to the imaginary apartment. You know what I mean? Like, wow, he got one. Now he's going to be standing there holding his camera, waiting for him to finish. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the mysterious games. So I was like, that was all BS to me. I was like, that's the World Wrestling Federation. I want no parts of that. I, that stuff is not intriguing. So my message then started evolving as, my, as I got my own voice. Because what tends to happen is you start making your content. And then your content starts sounding like the people who influence you. And then you develop your own voice and your own philosophy. And then you start sounding like yourself and, and all of that stuff. And that takes time. Yeah, somebody said, I knew right away. I knew that old stuff, that stuff. I was like, that's fake. <laughs> and then you had guys obviously stealing from these other people. And then they would come on the scene and then try to throw shade on me. I'm like, man, you know damn good and well you stole all of your method of um, picking up macking and game from various other dudes. And I shall name them. All right, I'll name all the dudes you stole from. You ain't got no leg leg room leg to stand on trying to diss me i was like i know you ain't got no game i can see you i know the dudes that say they got game i know they're fake and so here you are <laughs> i know you fake because these dudes are fake and they're real they got damn courses and <laughs> back then ten thousand subscribers was a big deal but i was like i know you fake so that's why that PUA and game and all that stuff was never my angle. It never was an interest to me to even talk about. And most of them were frauds, like 99% of them, 98% fraudulent. Like they had nothing. Like they were the fake it till you make it. They, they're the legit fake it till you make it. All right. They faked their results and then they made it. And then all of a sudden, then they could produce their results somehow. 
<laughs> PUA's mad. They like, man, what is this dude doing? But that's my origin story. And that tells you why I never went that direction. Because I knew it wasn't real anyway. When was the last time you was at a club and there was a hidden camera and there was a camera and the dude with a microphone on his lapel? Like I've been to clubs. I've never seen no bullshit. <laughs> Some dude with a goofy ass sports jacket walking up to hoes, the most attractive one out of the blue. He walks away. He's French kissing her. He's all of a sudden touching the cross and the touch barrier. He's all like. Never. Skip. Skip all them videos. <laughs> so anyway. He said it was true, coach. You just don't know they had game. Yeah, you know, it was. So anyway, they would do all the mysterious tricks and the whole sale. Oh, by the way, I was in sales. I was trained in sales too. So I can hear the sales script that they were using. So that's another thing that about PUAs that I, why it never attracted me. Cause they always had the salesy voice. Do you think you can pick up extra chicks, extra hot chicks and bang hot chicks? Hey, you incel across the screen. My name is Mr. Game Mac guy. And I ain't going to tell you, it sounds very scripted. They take you through this. They take you through that. They take you through the positive and the negative sandwich. They had their little graphs and then they had their demonstrations. It was highly edited. They had the hottest chicks. I'm like, this is the sales program. I have no intentions of watching this shit. Yeah, they'll be like, they'll use things like power words, use your power words and maintain this. And they will smack the wall. You ever see the guy come up? He'll smack the wall. And she's hypnotized now. You know, you always walk up to a person, you smack the table, you smack the window, you smack the wall. And then now she's hypnotized because she's startled. And now that you got her attention, now you run your method. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there like. Okay, give me another Sandman video. Skip. <laughs> and now the PUAs, somebody just mentioned it. PUAs are doing our content now because they have no, they don't have no leg to stand on now. They know that all, they know that all stuff was fake. So then they're now doing their videos title like all of our videos were two years ago. So they're now talking like us and then they'll try to throw in a sale here and there. They still, they stop being less scripty and they'll start going in and they'll start titling their videos everything that i title my video or everything that darius titles his videos and then they'll go out there and just try to <laughs> oh man where we at all right so anyway but they were the, they were the they were the red pill they i'll give them their due they were the red pill earlier on but MGTOW came and cleaned their clock, just so you guys know. MGTOW was a problem for them. That's why most of the time they hated MGTOW because MGTOW took over right around 2017. Remember when MGTOW took over and everybody with panties was in a bunch? All right, so about 2017, 2018, they could do nothing with MGTOW. And what the problem with MGTOW guys were was – they had been through various phases of their lives, and they was like, we ain't hearing nothing. We ain't let nobody get over on us. Nope, 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 nope. And so they rejected a lot of stuff, and they never let people try to talk them and coax them back out. So around 2017 to 2020, 2019, maybe 2016 to 2019, it was a problem for PUAs. 
And the biggest people who attacked MGTOWs were PUAs. And P MGTOWs attacked PUAs. They were at each other's neck. But I think most guys that are PUAs now, they don't say they're PUAs. They just say, I'm going to teach you game. So they change what their titles are. Just like MGTOWs have kind of gone um, less mainstream and they've kind of don't say the acronym anymore. PUAs don't say PUA. They just say game. And they try to figure out ways to sell what they were selling and stole, stole from other people back in the day. Stole. A flat out robbery and thievery. <laughs> The fake it till you make it crowd. I know they hot under the collar right now, man. Go ahead and make a video on me. Cut one. They hot right now that I'm talking about them. <laughs> but what I've told you about them is the absolute fact. All right. Uh, let's get back to the contrib contributions right here. Dewan says black women in Dallas got deleted trying to run over a security guard at a strip club. Now the pro blacks are mad. She had three kids, by the way. Well... <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. Wow. So now they're mad because she tried to run a man over. Aren't they not? What happened to vehicular homicide? All right. They're not mad about that. Okay. We're going to get to all the PayPal's now. Sorry, man. Thank you for sticking around for so long. Do me a favor. Hit the like button and we'll get through all of them right now. And then we got to wrap it up. Kaylin says, uh, What's in your opinion? What do you think? Wait, why do you? Oh, no, no, no. I already got that one. I, I think I skipped some people. That was Kaylin. All right. Um, Turnpike Tyrone. Oh, I got all these people. All right. Sorry. Yeah, yo, yo, yo. Because for some reason, I can't see where I left off. And my internet is fast. Um. Mr. Andrade says, Coach, is there actual science behind women deleting babies and mental health? They say it affects them mentally, yet they have no problem neglecting them after they're born. Hot sauce fun. Thank you, sir. Yeah, there is got to be mental. Um, I actually knew some women that I coached uh, in basketball who were later very affected by terminating pregnancies, right? And they were like, because you just terminated the what if. What if my baby was going to be the president? They're going to forever have to live with that. So it's going to it's going to mess with their psyche forever. So much so that if they have another baby, that previous baby would have been the older brother or sister. And now that dynamic is not there. So it's always going to be, they're always going to be aware of this, that they deleted the baby in the timeline, in the space-time continuum, they've messed it up. And so they'll look at their baby that they had and go, damn, you should really have an older brother or sister. They screwed that up. So you do this so many times, you're going to be messed up. Mr. Austin says, as a former Mac Daddy pimp, I guarantee you that pimping is dead. He says the only way guys that can maybe do it are in grade school pause. So there's some guys that are still like in the game, per se. And there's some guys, if you watch Sweet White, uh, what is it? Something white, soft white underbelly, which would be a night at the CGA house. Um. There's some guys that are doing it, but it's not like it used to. You used to be able to go city to city, coast to coast, all right? You used to be able to go here to there. You used to be able to go on the track over here, 
Go to a hot spot over here. You guys know that there's a lot of guys that still talk about pimping and ism and all of that stuff. Are they still pimping right now? Nope. No, they're not. All right. They're telling back in the day when I used to do. Okay. When I used to be pimping, but you ain't now. Are you now pimping? No, you're not. Well, what does that mean? You're not doing it now. Some guys are doing it now, but they're doing it. They got to do it locally. And they can't just be out here going from one city to the next because you're going to pick up what they call a human trafficking charge if you get caught. You get caught, you'll go, your ass going under the jail. And I guarantee you, you don't want to go under the jail. So you got to be online. Uh, they call girls renegades. Girls don't even need PIMPs like that anymore because they don't need to stand on the corner. Their girls still standing on the corner. But um, they don't need it like they used to. All right, so... Of course, there's some guys still doing it, but not like they used to. Maryland guy says, if I was Rupert Murdoch, I would be at the junior college every single day, spreading my seed from coast to coast. You could, He could have his own college. He could have his own college. Oh, so yeah, somebody said OnlyFans took over. Yeah, so why a girl would really don't have to like be out there on the street with a protector anymore. Um, but there still is a level of doing it, but these guys aren't going to be wealthy one day. There's only one pimp that was really, really wealthy. And that is Hugh Hefner. Shout out to Joseph, allegedly. Joseph K says, hey, coach, maybe do a stream about Taraji P. Henson wanted to move out of the country and join the passport bros. Oh, how old is she? She's doing the old, I'm going to do my Stella got my groove back. All right. So Taraji P. Henson, I've never been a fan of her. Never. I don't know what it is about her, but she rubs me the wrong way. Some people, I just, my, my energy is not aligned with their energy. Jada Pinkett, Taraji P., even to the males, they just, she rubs me the wrong way. LeBron James. Like, I would not even want to be, like, these people probably could be cool people, but from what I'm seeing, I don't want to be with around these people. I would just, and many of these people made their character parlaying off of the worst qualities of people that celebrate them. Oh, you sure played that black woman with an attitude so well. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like wait a minute, because actually, Cookie, oh, Cookie, you see what Cookie said? Cookie was out there, oh, boy. Empire. Did you see Umpire this weekend? <laughs> no, I didn't want to see Umpire. I didn't, I didn't watch Umpire this weekend. Let me see something. Let me see words of that here, the funny meme. I don't know if that I could find it. It was a meme about, did you see Empire this weekend? And it was like some slaves on the plantation having fun. <laughs> I was like, I cannot watch that show. I knew that show was dangerous. And sure enough, sure a damn enough, I gave it about a year. And they was doing the whole, this is from the Hustle and Flow. So then I watched the Hustle and Flow. I was like, this is fantastic. But I was like, it's going left. I was like, it's going left. I can feel it. 
and get damn sure season two when they had Jesse Smollett making out with that white dude, I was like, I was like, oh, I see what they doing. Because then they start bringing in everybody. Then it starts looking like a, a Taste the Rainbow event. Then Queen Latifah showed up acting like she was at Club Peanuts. Then This is allegedly. And then they brought the lesbian rapper. I was like, mm. now we, what are we talking about, bro? Because <laughs> what happened was, yeah, the first season was good, Crystal, but then it went off the rails. I was Because then they start saying, oh, this is popular. Let's put our shit in now. Then they was like, I was like, okay. Then you watching it, you liking the scene, you like, okay, here we go right now. And then all of a sudden, the next scene, you got the Jesse Smollett laying up with the white dude. I was like, look, this is all fine and dandy, but this is not what I'm here for. <laughs> Just letting you know, break out the music, start rapping, fighting, stab each other, if you will. All right. You know, Malik, yo, but get your ashy lips up there and do whatever you need to do. All right. Uh, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see this. So it became very raggedy and I had to check out. So anyway, that's what they do to ruin shows. Um, Don't force feed me. If y'all want to have a show, have your own show. <laughs> I mean, just on whatever you want to do. But if I tune in for rap in a, in a record label, I'm not necessarily wanting to see all that. It's my opinion. But your show went to ish as a result. I don't know if you guys know. The, the show fell off after that. Y'all was scrambling and shuffling after that. But then everybody, you see umpire. How come y'all can't pronounce it what, what it is? It's empire. Man, I was watching umpire yesterday. No, umpire, he referees baseball. It's not umpire. <laughs> they always want to try to call it what it ain't. All right. Anyway, shout out to Harold L says, guys, watch out for the simp wolf whistle. This Latina went from furious to a complete puddle in the time it took me to fix her coffee at the 7-Eleven. That bottle was calm, cool, and deliberate. And that dude was something, uh, had something on her for sure. Protect yourself at all times. Uh, yeah, anytime they don't want to face discipline, they will go into crumbling and, and all of that stuff. So you got to watch out for that. Never come to the rescue of them because you're going to get stabbed, shot, or dragged into a situation that you don't know. And most men believe well, a woman wouldn't do anything bad to you. Why, were, why are you acting out on her? And then you take her position and then you deal with the consequences. You end up stabbed or shot. Meanwhile, she's like, oh, my God. She, you know, um, she's running from accountability. Just pulled a man from a burning vehicle after he tried to delete himself by driving his pickup into a wall. Claimed his wife left him and he didn't want to live. YouTube trash talker. Yikes. Uh, do you work as a first respondent? First responder? Gosh. Hey, guys, never take your life over a woman. And if you want a life, don't get a wife. Okay. Shout out to Mr. Shabazz, Jay Shabazz. He says, this, the nasty show, LOL, I'm dying. All right. I, I'm going to have to clean it up because people are all here. The family show here. They're like, what is this? 
acting like I made up all well, I did. Shout out to G Money. He says, going through a breakup that I moved out a state for. Wow. We need to be honest with ourselves. Some of us have had love work out temporarily. And we'll end it with this. We've had, guys, I've had great relationships with women. Short term. Most of the time I knew when to check out. You know, as I got older, okay, this ain't going nowhere. I know where to check out. And I can drop her off and drop her off easily. Those, those were the free ones. But I invested way too much time and somewhat some emotion. But let's just be honest. Most of the dumbest decisions you've made in your life have been based on your pursuit of women. Some of the dumbest decisions you and ladies you're not excluded from this some of the dumbest decisions you've made in your life have been in the name of love and romance and fantasy and so forth and so on so much so, so much so that you've paid 20 years of misery of being vindictive or defending yourself against her terrorism She's been defending herself against your abuse. And y'all been broke up 20 years ago and you still got hostility. You still have the remnants in effect. You still have the financial disruption. You still, why do you guys keep doing the same thing? You guys think at some particular point it's going to work out for you. You've been dating, mating, fornicating for like 30 years of your life. Okay. You've been doing this same cycle for 30 years. Why now? When you have far less to work with, you have more scars. You have more wounds. You have more baggage. You have more pounds. You have less looks. You have le less financials. You're two, three times divorced, less financial. You have way less to work with. And y'all run running out here is going to work for me this time. <laughs> that is mind-boggling to me. So much so that I do this philosophy. People are like, but what about love? What about the damn... Uh, marshmallow moons. What about the damn green clovers and the lucky stars? What about that too? What about the quasars? What about the damn solar system? What about, what do you mean? What about love? <laughs> okay. What about the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? That seems to always be at the beginning of the rainbow. When I show up at the end, oh damn. Whoa. Looks like you found the end of the rainbow, but it's actually the beginning. The end's way over there. Oh shit. You keep doing this and doing this and investing and getting hurt and, and losing money and losing your kids and fighting in court and stabbing each other and beating each other up and emotionally damaging and, and, and backbiting and being happy one day and sad the next day. And why? And all along, you see couples and you think they're happy and they're miserable. I see couples all the time. They're driving from Southern California to Las Vegas in their car. I'm by myself listening to the music I'm sitting in. Then he's, he's sitting there with his damn parasite. 
with his tag along. Everywhere he goes, she goes. And he's got to hear her lip because he's in a relationship with her. Every anything that pops up in her head, she gets to just just say, just 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 say it, and I gotta listen. The whole damn car ride. Well, you're in a relationship with me, so you have to listen to me. No, I don't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All to get what I tell you guys with it. What is called? A a what you call an exclusive, temporarily exclusive sexual partner. Like she's your temper, she's literally your temporary exclusive sexual partner. That's it. That's what you've traded, Mister. I'm getting it for free. That's what you traded. And she gets to say what she wants to do in life and where she should go and talking off and popping off. Ladies, you can have this conversation about what men do and all of this stuff too. I don't speak from that side because i've never dated men i'm just talking about from my experience i think it's an absolute waste i can rent somebody easily rather than deal with that i can come and go as i please i can leave i can have peace quiet i can have i don't need to have a tag along a leech a parasite i don't need somebody just sticking around me using emotional blackmail against me because we're in a relationship and she every now and then she lies back for me are you kidding me that's a horrible deal. It's atrocious. I'm like, I would never do that anymore. No way. And all along, these people that you think are happy, just pull them to the side one time and try to break his programming. How's your marriage going? Damn, man. He want to break out of there so bad. But he knows it's going to cost him. It's cheaper to keep her. He'll just keep playing the ring game, you know. You know, can't live with him, can't live without him. You know, happy wife, happy life. You know, as long as she's happy, I'm happy. That's what he tells himself. As he counts down the years as if he was in prison by the day. Damn, there's another day, another day, Mary. Another day, another day. On repeat, same day, same day. Repeat, like it's Groundhog Day. There's another one down. 28 years to go. <laughs> not me all right i'm out here where's the next one coming around all right <laughs> and don't think you're not gonna be that guy i mean i love it well this ain't gonna happen to me mm. and i don't want to taint you guys somebody said did you see Mar uh, marie basarge mad her husband hid money from her in a Texas divorce. See, though, all of those games, those are all marital games. Those are all relationship games. Why bother? I'm going to look that up too. She owes Houston billionaire bitter divorce draws international. Yep. So that's the whole thing. Did you see the woman that turned down a $999 million uh, set divorce settlement check? Because she said, no, I, I know there's $3 billion in there for me. Guys, this is always ends up the same. Like 90% of the time, 99% of the time, it ends up the same. Hey, Coach Xavier here. Thanks for the game, Coach, and the laughs. People know what I say is true. You, They just hope it's not true. And so Gary Hill, uh, well, just call it Gary. 
he was talking about he's just going through a breakup that you moved out of the state for. You gave up your life, your family. You gave up all of your purpose and drive. You moved out of state to be close to her. She probably was a long-distance relationship. You moved out. It didn't work out. And now you're back to the drawing board. And what people are going to say, well, just pick another one. Just pick another one. Pick another one. How many times? What did they say? What is it? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and, and expecting a different result. Relationships were not to meant, they were not meant to work out. Okay. I'm just telling you, relationships were not meant to work out. Now, the idea of the relationship was meant to work out. But if you guys pay close attention, the movie industry will tell you, they'll say happily ever after. But every movie and song, just about, they have it, the breakup song. Right? They know the sale is to get you in it and get you emotionally in it, and then to reel your ass in, and then the next single, the next hot single is the breakup song. Now that they got your ass in, now we're going to speak to you, and they're going to start speaking to you. Wow, that happened to me. Oh, baby, if I say the right things. So you're having my baby, and it means so much to me. There's nothing more precious than to raise a family. If there's any doubt in your mind, you can count on me. I'll never let you down. Baby, believe in me. You and I will never fall apart. <laughs> you and I, we knew right from the start. And then guess what? Breakup song. Next, you got me feeling. <laughs> then the breakup song comes on because they know y'all's ass is going to break up. Then you on there dedicating. All right, welcome to 92.3 to beat. My name is, what was the brother's name? He was the Asian dude, but he sounded like a black dude with the deep voice. I can't remember his name. They're going back. Welcome to 92.3 to beat. My name is Theo. Theo on the hotline. Hey. We calling in. Stragnesia want to call in. Oh, this Stragnesia. I want to dedicate my song to my baby daddy. He got locked up again, but I know he loved me. Send this out, Theo, to the my baby daddy who been locked up again. All right, what you going to tell him? I'm going to say this peace leave until you get out. I know you're doing 28-year bid, but I'm going to say this peace leave for you. I ain't going to sell your car. I'm not going to sell your rims. I'm not going to do nothing. This peace leave locked down for you. <laughs> come on bro i ain't got no time for these games man these reindeer games all right it's the same bs over and over again shout out to ghost j he says coach steph curry in game six of the finals today oh i'm oh he says i've coached you game six steph curry all right yeah man we was on point today i i needed to relax the last couple of weeks i haven't really been in a groove all right, I've been kind of rushing things. All right, ma'am, it happens. Some days, uh, some days in the last couple of weeks, I've been giving uh, the ladies the five-stroke special. All right, just so you know, ladies, uh, where you at? I jumped on you just like this. Yep, and is this all I needed, baby? No cuddling afterwards. Let me just get this off. All right, I just needed to get it off. But now I'm in. Now I'm in. We locked in. All right. All the distractions are behind us. If you've been, uh, I'm going to get into that. It's time to go, man. Uh, we going to dinner tonight. Uh, not, there's no girls. I'm my son. My son's here in Vegas with me. 
Um, we're going to dinner. And uh, what are we doing? All right, we got a whole bunch going on. I got to get the dog fed and all of that. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to the feet gang picture ladies out there. <laughs>